Yeah, yeah. I think that is my that is my favorite of like the intro to TikTok. Yeah. Where? What are the odds? I had that made. I had that pot. I literally had that made. That's a, that's just for that. And look who came in with the Prime Game and subscribed for six months. Oh look, it's you, Mr. Clutch, who also just subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? Welcome to the podcast, brother. What up, boys? Good what to be up? here. What up, dude? I have been, I'm not gonna lie, I've been kind of fangirling a little bit, waiting until <laughs> you got on the podcast, and I'm glad the time has come. That's what I'm looking forward to, bro. And you have been busy. You've been busy, my guy. Very. Okay. Very, very busy. So, let me just say, I met you in Destiny 2 two years ago? Has it been that long already? I don't know. I've been subscribed for like, I know it's been yeah. subscribed for like 18 months. 14 I, months, 16 I months. I think I just hit like 13. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a while, man. Honestly, it actually, I mean, it's been a while, but it doesn't feel like it, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. No, it feels like yesterday. Thanks to, thanks to COVID time trial. Oh yeah. That's true. That's true. That's the true trials of Osiris right there. <laughs> Everybody's like survived everybody should get like an emblem or something from Bungie. yeah like, you survived covid and you put the little name over your head or something like that <laughs> whatever they do <laughs> uh man have you ever first and foremost i don't think i asked you this have you ever done a podcast um i did the filler with some big destiny guys um about mental health mm -hmm. um and that's that was the first one i ever did so this is my second one Fantastic, dude. Well, I didn't get to break your podcast cherry, but at the same time, I'm glad you're here, dude. Like I'm telling you, I've like, well, I've been a fan. I've been a fan for a long ass time. Like I love your content. I know it's like content creation. We talked a little bit before the podcast is a pain ass, no matter what. And you're doing extra. You're making content. You're streaming, and you're running an organization. So give us. Let's start there. Let's start with like, what got you into gaming, and then how did that morph? into being a streamer um so damn let's go back then um probably ps1 i started playing some ps1 there i don't know if you guys remember the game socom oh yeah yep. which was like the first actual war game that i played and i got into the the fps scene a little bit like i not into the scene but i started getting attention to it and then started playing metal of honor mm -hmm. and then rising you know rising sun and i loved metal of honor metal of honor was great and then my uh my aunt one day for when i was like six got me this huge box full of all the call of duties like one two three final hour you know mm -hmm. played them and then i'll never forget when cod 4 released and i started getting the multiplayer and started playing and you know, i was like a young kid i was like nine squeaking you know i was having a blast and then i guess when i'm around like modern warfare 2 came out and you know i started playing with a lot of friends you know they started like really seeing that i had some type of talent going mm -hmm. so i took that and you know i never really stepped away from cod i played cod for years and years and years and it just kept building up 
And then that's really where everything started. I'd probably say seventh grade middle school is when I really got into it. And then freshman year of high school is when I got into some of the big, you know, MOG scenes and right. game battles and competing. And I loved it, man. You know, dude, it shows like if anybody in chat has not seen him play. It's a work of art. There's no other way of putting it. Like every game, I was just saying earlier to Zion, like every game you touch turns to gold, bro. Like yeah. you were amazing at Destiny PvP. You were, I saw, I don't even play Call of Duty, but you were just smashing people in Call of Duty. And like, it seems like every game you play is just like perfection. I don't, I don't get like, you got something built different, man. Like I can never be at that level of gameplay. Like I can hit some shots, but I can't be as consistently good as you. Like I've tried, it doesn't it's, work. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's been well. Let's see. So you guys, I don't think you really see me when I played on controller. I'd probably say my prime was when I was on controller, you know. And then I made a switch over to mouse and keyboard, which was rough. But um, I'd say my aim is a lot better on mouse and keyboard. Hmm. But my game sense and way I played was way more pristine and everything when I was on controller. I was hmm. slower, you know. When I you get when I got that mouse and keyboard in my hands, I was like, wow, I feel loose. You know, I wanna I wanna go. You know, right. so now it's like I turned from a like a I used to hold the hills when I competed, you know, now it's I'm a a runner or a gunner, you know, mm -hmm. just I'm always rotating around. So everything my my playstyle really changed from that point of when I switched from controller to mouse and keyboard. Right. Yeah, and it, dude, especially in Destiny 2, it seemed like you found like the perfect niche because it was like fast twitch gameplay. For movement right especially with that slide cancellation that you could do kind of like yep. go faster um that mixed with that perfect like you'd 180 aim somebody and be like a laser beam on them i was like holy mm -hmm. shit like it looks if you look at your screen it was like all over the place to dead accuracy like that's target kill target and then back to like fucking zooming around like it was crazy i was like what is happening right now like Either you're twitchy and you're a shotgunner, or you're you're slower, more like sniper. You were you were both. That get oh, their yeah. DPI and like their sense locked in are always gonna do good. Well, so that was that right there was the biggest pain of common mouse and keyboard. I mean, I remember shit. I started at sixteen hundred DPI. You know, I had no clue, and then I, I know I was like. People were, I remember streaming when I first came to mouse and keyboard and people were like, yo, it looks like your screen's shake and I think your DPI is too hard. And I was like, I was barely moving my hand to turn or anything. It would right. just go. So then, you know, I got into more of the Destiny PC scene with all the like, you know, the bigger competitive guys. And, you know, they helped me out, move my DPI down. I went from 1600. I'm currently at 400 now, you know, and just practicing. Honestly, I always told people this when I... The way I learned mouse and keyboard the best was it might be boring, but every day for two hours a week, I did it for a month. I would go into a, like a planet, load in, figure out what sense I want to try out, shoot ads for literally two hours, uh -oh. you know, and I used I used the ad. It was a free aim, you know? Yeah. And I did that. And now I'm, I'm at my sense of 400 DPI and then certain senses for certain games, you know? Yeah. And that's true. I mean, they, um, I was telling you earlier too, uh, shout out to Jerry is busy. He's my brother-in-law. He doesn't stream anymore, but he used to play CSGO. And I remember when I played, I went over to his house like five years ago when he was playing professionally and his 
mouse, like you had to do this to do like a little turn. I was like, what is going on with your mouse right now, bro? And he's like, don't you just want to do this and turn? It's like, no, 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 I'm just used to this. Like, you don't have to like, he had to like hone in, but he got so used to, he played for 10 years that way. So he was so yeah. used to it and so deadly accurate. He knew exactly how far to move the mouse to get that perfect angle because he just done it over and over yep. and over and over again, dude. Um, I had the hardest time jumping from controller to keyboard and mouse because I played Destiny, obviously, on... Um, I played on uh, PS4 back in the mm -hmm. day. Played that forever. And then when Destiny 2 came out, I heard it came to PC. I was like, okay. Like, I built yep. my new computer basically for Destiny. Like, straight mm -hmm. up. Like, I added new parts and everything. I was like, I'm going to play... For sure, when it drops. And then I actually started Destiny 2 with controller. And then I started getting crushed by people who were like 180ing me so fast. I was like, all right, mm -hmm. I got used to this. Um, I got pretty decent, but when I saw you play, I was like, dude, there's people like him out here. I'm fucked. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm yeah. dead. So you and I had similar like comeuppance with PC. So. 360 was my first multiplayer experience because I didn't have online as a kid. Mm -hmm. So uh, COD 4 again was the first like shooter that I played. I played the living shit out of Spec Ops in the story mode until mm -hmm. my mom was fine. I begged my mom for so long to get Spec online. Spec Ops, wow. Throwback, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was I would run up, just get home from school, just fired up and just start playing and again, squeaker Andy and just be absolute dog shit. But right. I went from 360 to PS4, Black Ops 3. I sank way too much time. I graduated high school 2016, and I was Master Prestige like 458 on Black Ops 3. Because the summer that I started working, I would stay up till like 1, 2, 3 a.m. and then go to work at like 6. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was ridiculous. But I, December of 17, Forsaken comes out. And we were playing Warframe like nonstop. That was my intro PC game was Warframe. But all my buddies were like, yo, D2's coming out. We played it on console, our D1. And we're going to go switch over and try it out. And then so I built like a shitbox. I had a laptop first and then I built a decent computer that was OK. And I recently retired it at Christmas. And yeah, but pretty much the same vibe as Leb, like came from controller for so long, except Clutch and I were kind of the same. I started with a G502 and it defaulted at like 2400 DPI Jesus. or whatever it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I played at that 2400 through D2 all of our time on it. And then Lev and I about a year and a half ago started a BR binge. Yeah. And we'd played every Battle Royale game we could get our hands on. Hyperscape, Spellbreak. Yep. Uh, I did a lot of like PUBG, Apex. The only one I never touched was Fortnite. Yep. But I was doing all of that still on that 2400. And finally, during the Hyperscape, after its full release, we had a session with Yin. And him and Lev both went down and they were spectating me. And the Yin was like, why are you struggling to hit this guy so much? And I was using like the uh, the AR that was full auto. Mm -hmm. He's like, you shouldn't be struggling. Why are you twitching so much? And I, I was like, well, I don't know. He mentioned DPI. And I was like, what are you talking about? I never cared to even mess with it. And uh, I dropped it. He had me drop from 800 and then I just had no recoil. And I was like, oh, well, I feel like you just cut me off at the knees, but not having recoils fun. So yeah. I adapted and 
it. Yeah, I mean, even the pro, most pro players play at like uh, three or two game sensitivity. The same thing in Halo, like even, I used to play at 10 sensitivity in Halo 3 back in the day and I was crushing people. So my aim was just good because I was young and crazy, right? But all the pros are like playing at like one or two or three sensitivity on controller back in the day. And I was like, how the fuck are you guys not feeling like you're <laughs> like you're like turtles or something? It's like, well, I just never miss. Like, so and it turned into yeah, massive. exactly. So it turned from like more of a movement style of playing where you're like you can 180 people easily to like you have to be more methodical. Like you don't have to, a lot of time to move, so you better know that they're gonna be there before they're gonna be there, so you can hit the shots. And that's and like a plus, different way. Pros turn the game into math. They turn it into, okay, this map's three lane, this map's two lane. So you know which head glitches you need to be on. You know which angles people are going to push from. So yep. Yeah. Clutch, did you ever play anything professionally? Uh, I played two years for Team Elevate for uh, semi-pro for a little bit during Call of Duty Ghost. Okay. Um, How was your experience there? Learned a lot. Um, I don't think if I ever... Did that i wouldn't be where i am the way the way i play now mm -hmm. um you know it was it was like working i felt like well, i was working a job you know waking up at certain hours and doing a certain amount of hours of practice each day um and you know lots of yelling um and then you know a lot of communication it it's i don't want to really say this because you know you're from the you know military yeah. but you know how you made your brothers in the military you know like i i joined this team didn't know any of them ended up become and like they're my best friends you know i still have some good contact with them but um yeah man i mean it was just it was constantly just at the point like you're just waking up you come and you sit down you play for hours take a nap you know do little stuff irl get back on practice and then get ready for like a next big tournament or something right. you know competing um i loved it man i i really did um it's I, I do always have that itch of wanting to go back, but you know, like back to the whole controller switch over, you know, it's crazy. I did probably what, 10 years of controller. I've only been on mouse and keyboard for two years. I can't even hold a controller in my hand anymore, you know? So that's what's, I can't compete anymore. Cause Call of Duty, you have to have a controller, you know? So I'm hoping in the future, something changes, we'll see. Um, if I can try and compete again, if they ever put mouse and keyboard into the, the platform of competing and stuff, you know, but. I, I loved it, man. It was a blast. It helped me become up as a player, helped me play smarter, got my game sense going, got my co my comms all, you know, top tier and everything. And it was a blast. You know, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Did you play in like any base? You win a lot of stuff. Like, give me a little bit of a, a rundown. Um, so after high school, we went to Seattle, played for two days, um, qualified, and then we came in second place and team split up about 30K. So. What was that okay. between four of us? Okay. About what was that like six K each? Six K, yeah. About. And then uh played in Dallas, came a third, made about two K each. Okay. So I'd probably say and then we did another tour a tournament back in Seattle, and then after that Seattle one, that's actually when I retired. Uh because I wanted to focus on more streaming and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um and my contract was actually up. So after that, that's when everything ended. I retired. It's like all right, you know, I'm gonna put the, the sticks up focus on just streaming you know other stuff and yeah i probably ended up with 12k earnings just from competing you know damn dude hey man that's not a bad it's not a bad way to make your living dude when you're, when oh, you're no. doing something you love i mean that's i mean it's cool that you jump into streaming dude and i guess it's a good segue like so 
why did you want to become a streamer? Like, what it was it just like a natural <laughs> progression, or just like something um, you've always loved? Like, well, so yeah, I mean, let's see. My well, my number one streamer to, for me is is Summit One G. Mm -hmm. I've grown up with Summit. I've you know watched him compete and everything, and you know I kind of watched how he drifted away from the competitive scene and competing, and then went again to streaming. You know, and just the way he sat there and just talked to people. You know, it's like for me, I didn't really have many that many friends IRL. You know, I lived in a small town, um, and I really just didn't leave the house much. I so why not? You know play a game show off some what i can do you know and i mean come on playing video games making me making new friends and stuff was i loved it you know so i started doing that i probably did like two three streams had a couple of guys come in and i had a blast so i honestly just got hooked after like the first week and i was like you know what? yeah let me just i'm gonna fully retire from competing mm -hmm. and just stay at home I have to worry about waking up at certain hours and put hours of practice in. I can take those hours and get other stuff done that, you know, can help out through yeah. the future. And then, yeah, I mean, I mean, here I am, you know, it, it's just, it hasn't been really, you know, as rewarding as the competing has been, mm -hmm. but it's way stress, way less stressful, which right. I would rather have. So I'd rather have less stress than a bigger reward, you know? That's a good change, man. I mean, that's, I think everybody's got to make that decision in life. Like, I was having a conversation last night. I was at a party, and a buddy of mine was talking about, like, you know, yeah, every person has to make this choice. Like, do you go with a safer route? You get a job, and you get 401k, and you work that job, and that's your life, and you're you're comfortable. It might not be what you want to do, but you're comfortable, and it gets the things paid, right? Yeah. Or do you take a risk? You change. You you, you don't know if there's gonna be a paycheck. You don't know, but it, but it's something you love. So it's like. Everybody's has to make that decision. It seems like you made that decision, but instead of, you know, going full on and competitive, you're like, hey, I like doing this thing. I'm going to take a jump and I fucking want to do this. So I'm going to do it, you know? And now look at you like you, you're a streamer. You own a, you own a team. Like, what the fuck? Like, how, you know, how did that, we got to talk about that, man. Like, uh, how did that come about? Let's just say, um, I know it might be weird to say, but I'm, 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 it's, don't take this anyone in chat don't take this wrong but i'm kind of grateful that covid kind of started okay you know it um, helped a lot it has more than people thought that's that's where i that's where I'm, i get to try and explain to people like you know my like okay so when i talk to my mom about everything she's like you know i call your phone you don't answer you know like i'm like i'm in i'm in meetings for four meetings a day through the week you know i, I got stuff that i gotta do i got I got a lot of stuff with my editors, my managers, my um, artists, social media. You know, I it, I got a lot of shit to do now, so it's hard. You know, my mom's like, "What? How does it all start?" I'm like, "COVID." Like when? So when COVID started? Okay, mm -hmm. so I don't know if you guys ever know the org Soar. They're a big, uh, big organization yeah. that like everybody from like Phase has really made it from. Um, so back in Destiny Two, the director of Soar. He opened up a side branch called Simply, Simply Gaming. Okay. They hired me, recruited me to lead that branch for Destiny. Okay. So I remember that. I led that. I remember that. Yep. So that was I was actually like two years ago, probably when we were actually when we met. Yeah. I was on that. That was it. This is um <clears throat> Simply Gaming. What is this? This is their YouTube channel. Are they still around? I don't think they're still around because so okay, so that's where I was gonna get to. So after about a month on that and building up the team I built. Right. The Sword Destiny team ended, and 
that means I ended too. So all communication with me got broke off. So I was kind of just stuck there with this random team that I had, you know, with a bunch of honestly young teenagers that were just cracked at right. Destiny, you know? So after that, about like a month later, I talked to some guys um, and we made seven C's. Yep. Which remember I that. remember. Yep. That. Didn't like the name. Didn't like how anything went. <clears throat> and then the co-owner at the time broke off. Mm-hmm. Started doing his thing, building his, you know, company of clothing and stuff. And then what was it? Well, yeah, when COVID started, um, I was like, you know what, man? I've I've been around the scene. I've been on teams. I see I know how everything works. I've I mean, honestly, just from recruiting and leading a, a little destiny team for a month, I did pretty good. So I was like, you know, let me do it. Yeah. Made team off world, you know. And here we are. And then, you know, everybody asked me, like, what's what, like, how'd you get the name? Um, you know, people, instead of calling someone a human aimbot or, you know, you play like an alien, you know, everyone yeah. that plays, everyone that gets recruited has some type of talent that you don't see often or basically you don't see on this world. So everyone that's on a team is from off world. That's how everything started. It's how the branding happened. And, you know, here we are going from today and, but yeah, COVID's really what started everything, honestly. Just That's sitting crazy. home. It's nice how it's it's obviously everybody knows that COVID is terrible, but at the same time, you know, it's good to it's I'm a big fan of people who took the time to do something like really cool with it. You know what I mean? Like um, whether that's because they lost their job and like fuck it, I'm gonna do something, or it's because they use this time and like, yo, there's this time I can there's there it's bad, but I can do something about it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's it, awesome to see, man. It's cool that you, yeah, made, I mean, you made a brand from scratch just just because, like, you know, exactly. you, you had the experience, you had the drive, and it seemed like COVID was a good catalyst. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's kind of that's cool. I mean, shit. I know a lot of people probably listening to this podcast right now. Like, I haven't done shit during COVID. I think I just eaten bonbons and gained thirty pounds, and that's pretty much yeah. it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, so I had like a, I had a great job way before COVID. Mm-hmm. So I was honestly like, so I live in a community and, you know, they, they needed some guys that, you know, maintenance people, you know, I was cutting grass, you know, uh, filling potholes. I, I had a great job. I was making $20 an hour. Month before COVID, new management came in. I lost my job because mm. they just wanted to get new people. Kind of sucked. And then uh, I was like, all right, I'm going to take a month off. I haven't had a month off in like a couple years now. So. And boom, COVID happened. Jersey locked down completely. So yep. I was like, fuck, I really have a chance to look for a job. So then, yeah, I was like, all right, I got time to sit at home. I'm going to sit here on my computer, put 10% into streaming and put 90% into building my future. And, you know, that's what happened. I'm here now starting. Well, honestly, I still say we're starting, even though it's been like six, seven months since Offworld started. But, you know got a lot of future ahead of us and who knows even where everything will be when covid lifts up and when we're actually able to travel and go out you know right right so let's let's go over uh, who's on your team like what's the team composition and zion did you have anything you wanted to add on to what he was saying first no i mean the only thing i've got for offworld is down the line i already know what he's gonna bring it up on his own and then i'll hit on it okay all right so what's what is what are some like some of your players? What is your focus right now for Offworld? Like, if I could give you a time machine, I I do this all the time. Okay, here's the magic wand. I'm gonna pass it to you. You have the magic wand. In five years, where would you like to see a team Offworld? 
Um, I want to see Team Offworld on top of Fortnite, Call of Duty, Valorant. I want to see us have our own facility, training facility for, you know, um, new cadets of the team or new recruits and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just want to see... I want to see that all happen. I want to see everything unfold, you know. Um, so basically right now, going back to the players on a team, we have <clears throat> we have a lot of... So our Fortnite side, I'll start with the Fortnite team. Yeah. A lot of the guys um, on the team were on some big Fortnite teams that were actually like, you know, when Fortnite started, everybody made like an organization. Mm-hmm. A lot of those organizations blew up with 700,000 on Twitter, millions on YouTube, you know. Um, and a lot of those guys got recruited and ended up you know the teams down the line did a little changing changing names dropping players so mm-hmm. you know i kept my eyes open i was like all right this is an opportunity you know let me introduce myself to some of these guys um one of my actually one of my best friends literally my brother was on a big team and got dropped so i recruited him he was the first recruit mm-hmm. and now he's one of the lead managers for the Fortnite team and uh we ended up picking up about 11 competitive players five content creators and about seven creative slash content uh creators so Damn. that's where the fortnite team is right now um our f- the focus with the fortnite team right now is is after covid that's where i wish i could flash or teleport to is after right. covid because um with the next right. world cup coming up we got uh, we have so much potential you know i have these guys grinding probably every single day let them have the you know their weekends off with their family you know um, but keeping them just just focused on, I want to win. You know, I want to yeah. be noticed. I want to be on top. So, and that's what my you know my drive is every day is to motivate these guys to keep going and keep their focus on. So when that World Cup happens, you know, let a new name get into the the championship and you know let Offroad like let people know. Wow, Offroad came and they came to play and they came to win. You know, right, right. So <clears throat> that's like a. That's what the focus is right now with with the Fortnite team. So, not really and sure when that's going to happen. The eventual return for competitive esports to LAN is going to be huge. I know. Yeah, because we haven't had a LAN event in almost fourteen months, fifteen months. We yep. haven't had any competitive series champs, Evo. We haven't had fucking packs. We haven't had. We had a pseudo TwitchCon, but it was all digital. So yeah, that doesn't count. All of these events are just gone. There's no. COD Champs was all online. So anybody had any Wi-Fi issues, anybody had bad ping, all of yep. these micro variables that go in and just fuck you are bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had we had some opportunities to get into some big, uh, big, big, big tournaments. But like I said, I wanted to hold them back because I didn't want that all the exactly the internet and the online stuff. I want them to have that the mentality for big tournaments to be in person for them. You know, um, so, but they've been doing some minor tournaments and winning a couple of thousand here and there. Um, but yeah, I think when everything opens up again, esports is going to be massive. I think it's, so. I, th- I think the future for esports is going to be kind of. Uh, You've seen a massive uptick of channels, creators, mm-hmm. streams, teams that are just blowing up because everybody has nothing but time to watch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so we brought this up a couple. I, a couple podcasts ago, but we we looked at the numbers for Twitch. So when COVID hit, and then over the first three months, there used to be an average of like 1.1 million channels. It jumped to 2.4 million channels. But crazy. at the time, 
it's like all the people who were viewing, so the viewership went down by almost five, six hundred thousand. So the average viewer went down quite a bit. So that means you can extrapolate that a lot of people who were viewing were like, "Hey, fuck it, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stream. You know what I mean? I'm gonna try this out. Like, I'm stuck yeah. at home. Like, what am I else? What else am I gonna do? Right? Yeah. Um, I think that the interest in gaming is higher than ever because people have been doing it, and the the need and want for good content is more it's higher than ever as well it's a great mm -hmm. time to become content creator it's a uniquely good time because we had a dynamic shift that was out of everyone's control like things shut down COVID happened like people lost their jobs and so this this giant time of of rebranding redoing relooking at your life and like hey what do you want to do and then also like the the hunger for, for content and the hunger for good content that's trick right like good plays good good montages like since there's so many streamers now it's gotten more competitive to get viewers so your shit yep. has got to be on point which is just gonna make better content in the long run so yep. you are uniquely positioned as team offworld to like fucking take it yeah that's it's, crazy that's you're a genius that's so fucking smart yeah i mean <laughs> smart, like i said dude. i'm i really do i'm happy i'm really it's, it sucks to say i'm happy that COVID sucked because people are like oh you're an asshole but like i mean really honestly how much time are through the, my life of being here have i got to sit in my house this long you know right without COVID, i'd be outside i'd be with my boys or something right you now Right, but being 100%. stuck at home, it, it gave me the opportunity to build. I've always had this in my eyes as a dream, um, you know, and I never really thought I'd be living my dream as I am right now. But right. because of COVID, I'm in my dream, and I don't think I'll be out of that dream for a, a, quite a long time. I honestly, I honestly want to be forty years old still doing this, you yeah. know. With who knows that it will makes it, you know, and and in, in the future, who I'll be leading, you know, I don't. I don't know where I'll be uh, at that time, but that's what I'm hoping that like when I'm 40, I'll be still a team owner and leading these guys to success. You know, and that's all I want to do. Um, that's awesome. You know, the startup and everything was rough. You know, um, I we started up, and I think the probably first month was just going through multiple different logos, what we liked. You know, I didn't want anything too much. I want something just simple, clean. That like, oh, rocket, okay. Offworld, I know exactly who that is, you know. Oh so yeah, no, your month, logo is beautiful, and I can yeah. pull it here. I can pull it up too. I'm gonna pull it up right now. So what we're looking at is the Offworld um, team, Offworld right here. It's also is on um, Instagram right now. So if you guys can go to that, I can I can link that for everybody in a little bit. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean the the logo is clean, and if you guys can see some of these plays that these guys are pulling off is. It's insane. Like, just go through the list of all this content. It is insane. So yeah. the branding is on point. You got a new merch that came out, right? So we'll get to that. Okay. That's, all right. Good. Because I'm. Big. I want to be number one. Okay. You. I am going to be there. Like, I might buy a bunny. I might, yeah. I might it's, that's. That's the. Uh, so that's okay. So before the podcast, when we just talked, that's the stressful part I'm stuck at right now. Mm. Um, that is the apparel side is really rough right now because finding the perfect place to print from everything um, and you know just 
going through designs. I mean, we'll sit here for hours looking at designs, you know, zoomed in, little tweak. Okay, do that, you know. So right. the reason why I'm stressing now is because if the way I'm the way I have to look at it is June. June is when I'm I'm scheduling the first massive drop for off-road. But the thing is, if, if I execute it right, execute everything right, the marketing, the socials, everything, the designs, the quality of the print. I'm looking at probably if a thousand people buy it, just one hoodie, I'm looking at 70 grand mm. just from profit, just off of one, one hoodie. That's fucking amazing. We put amazing. multiple out. And I mean, we probably have about 10,000 people grinding right now. I mean, honestly, if I execute everything right, I could probably make a, almost above six figures just off of one drop, you know, but if I don't perfect. execute it right. Yeah, you got to execute. Yeah. So, so what is, that's what, what is it's the mindset for. I'm always interested because like, for example, I'm a small, I'm a small streamer. Zan's a small mm. streamer. We're just a bunch of knuckleheads who like to do podcasts and stream and have some fun. And well, you know, obviously I think everybody's a streamer wants to grow and stuff, but what is your mindset like when you're, you're creating apparel, like you've kind of dived into a bit, but like, what are some of the things you're looking for to like really make that perfect? Like, what are some check things? Like, all right, this is checked um, off. You know what I mean? Minimalistic, simple, uh, and just all around unique and something you don't see around and clean you know so like like i always, I always say this to people you know when i mean from me being in school recently graduating a couple years ago you know i've seen the, the bullying and or not, just people just the way people talked you know if right. someone wore like a phase hoodie or something people are like oh my god you like video games you know you're right you know all that so um uh, you know i don't want i don't want the apparel side to ref really relate to the brand the gaming side at all so mm. um you know our designs are going to be they're they're crazy let's just say that we got some we got a lot of things especially with the, the name off-world we got so much to work around we have future drops planned for even like 2023 you know um first drop we got i'm not going to leak too much you know because i want to be a big surprise people we got some astronaut stuff going on we got some alien stuff going on and you know a lot a of hype in chat you guys are getting a little sneak peek live bitches <laughs> <laughs> and i mean we just got like uh we're gonna take the astronaut and and reflect them to hobbies uh you know maybe there we might see a astronaut skateboarding design maybe see an astronaut floating on a a floaty thing in a pool you know or right. you know an astronaut with some drinks in his hand who knows you know but that's so cool we want to our Myself and the team want to, the editing and managing and designing team, we want to make sure that the number one thing is quality. We want you to be comfortable. We don't want you to be spending $100 for an insane quality hoodie. We want you to spend the right amount and get something that is super, super high quality. And I'm telling you right now, from just all these test orders I have to receive from designs and look at them, the quality of the hoodies we're going to be putting out or some top tier quality that you'll ever feel. That's, that's one of the biggest things. That's the trick one right there. Yeah, I've bought Lev, some shirts that suck. Lev yeah. knows I'm kind of a merch guy, so I have a lot of his stuff. I have some of the less than average stuff. I have Ace's merch. I have Panda's merch. I have some of my merch. Uh, I've just done shit through Teespring and they're premiums. They're like premium stuff feels pretty good it's like pretty soft pretty mm. big loose fitting not like loose fitting baggy but like loose form fitting is kind of more so the deal and i like that mm. um 
actually the other day i have the panda shirt on and then what i'm wearing right now is i have the new la thieves, LA thieves yeah, yeah i love that and uh i've ordered it in one size too big but it's gonna shrink down from the wash so right. i'm yeah i'm feeling it i'm plus i'm a large tall and they don't do that all they have is larger xl so i want mm -hmm. the xl right yeah i mean it's it's the way I have the vision of what I want to do is I want to, you know, start everything off as one brand and then later in the future split off to two, mm. but stay all as one. So I want the apparel brand to be itself. So like, oh, you know, we got our own custom tags, right? You know, everything's fully stitched. Okay. You got like, hey, who made this hoodie? And you're going to look in and be like, oh shit, Offroad made it, you know, like, right. you know, I want to be, I want to be the Nike of gaming organizations yeah that's, that's really where my vision is you know the cool part too is since you're on a podcast talking about this you can look back in five years and be like yeah i hit that goal bitch yeah, yeah look i told you five years ago i said i'd do it look at me now like you know mm -hmm. that's the cool part man like you're like putting this out there um i can understand how hard it would be to find like somewhere to actually manufacture it for you and um, you know like <laughs> The amount of driving I've done go, trying to go to places. Um, you know, I'm even at the point of possibly buying a small facility just to have everything local for myself. You know, I take a trip down to my facility, have some people working there, get the prints going. I'll be there just to see how everything is instantly and I have to wait for deliveries, you know. Right. That's, it's, you know, the players, the players on the team don't know what I go through daily. You know, it's not their yeah. job to, but when, you know, you're in a situation that I'm in. I'm in. I'm constantly every day. It's why the streams have only gone out to probably two days a week. Really, is because I'm constantly just. I wake up, I get going. You know, I'll yeah. I'll sit here, wait for my manager and team to wake up. Everything, you know, look over designs, look over some places that have some places to print. You know, and invest my money get that stuff in, see how everything feels, you know, and it's just a long process. I don't want to rush. You know, I told everybody March is when we'll probably release some stuff, but mm -hmm. I've always been that type of person that if you do something, if you rush it, it's less, it's going to look, it's going to look like shit, you know? Yeah. You have time one you chance take, to make that first impression. Exactly. That, that time that's exact. So Reflecting on that is how I started off really, you know, like I recruited some people and, you know, guys wanted to leave because they weren't seeing much happening, but I'm telling them, you got to see what I'm doing behind the scenes. We got things going, you know, the slower, the better it gets, you know, but, and then here we are, everyone's doing their thing. Everyone's gaming, posting, making content, competing. And then it's at the point where when we started, I had to make sure I had to yell at people, not yell at people, but make sure I tell them, Hey, I need you to be making content today. It's at the point to, from today, I sit here, I don't even have to message them. They're just doing it. Right. I have, don't have to worry about that stress. I can take that stress and throw it into getting the apparel right, getting future content ready, getting the content plans ready for the next couple of months, and then, you know, so on and so forth. But right. um, yeah, man, June, I'm hoping June's going to be, it's going to be a big month. It's just, I got to, like I said, I got to make sure I execute everything right. And make sure that every buyer has a, a smile on their face, feels good, and looks really good in it. Yeah, man. That's going to be hard, but it seems like you got a good head in your shoulders. You you know you have a clear vision. And, dude, I've got to ask. Like, you've got a fucking Tesla. You've got... <laughs> you're working on potentially buying a factory. Like, 
you win the lottery or something? Like, what the fuck, man? Like, you're um, killing the game right now. You're murdering it. I've been hustling, man. Speaking of the car, I miss her because she's actually getting wrapped. Um, I know. But, are, uh, are you excited to get it back? I can't wait, man. I, I Having a car sucks. Or not having a car sucks. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait. But uh, I, it's just... It's been hustling, man. Like, I, uh, So, I don't know if you ever heard me say this phrase, but... Uh, Every man gets two lives. The second one starts once you realize you have one. Ooh. I took that effect when I had my accident. You know? Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Well, after all that, it was just a big wake-up call. Like, okay, you know what? They get, I got a second chance in life. I'm going to do everything I can to make it great. You know? Right, right. What and, is, um? For, if you want to talk about it, obviously, like, for people who are listening and maybe not know that story, I've been following it along. I've known you for years, so I know exactly what's going on. But like, you know, if you want to give a, if you want, do you want to talk about it a little bit? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't mind. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've it, I've spoken about it a lot. I've been invited to a lot of places to talk about it. Um, actually, Rutgers College wanted to write a huge article about it, but uh, Dang. one uh, two weeks into freshman year of high school, I was walking home for school and ended up getting hit by a car and ended up shattering my entire skull cap um broken eye socket broken collarbone e-cap probably broke about 60 70 percent of my body um i got rushed to the local hospital but my brain was getting so flooded of blood that i was on the borderline of dying so they threw me on a helicopter slapped a mask on me and then i got put into a nine-month coma mm. um woke up had no memory was paralyzed from my waist down for two months and after i got everything back to me it's it's still a struggle nowadays like i said the migraine stuff is hard i lost my sense of smell memory's kind of rough um but it was yeah it was I'm, I'm just happy to be here i honestly the doctors told my parents like my parents sat there for two weeks straight on no sleep sitting there holding my hand and the doctors told them like you know we might have to bring out the papers for you to sign the you know to pull the plug and shit so right. you know um it, it it was rough but somehow i kept fighting don't know how got, um, got out of there got everything fixed with my skull and everything and yeah it's just been a it's been a rough road with everything like that you know like i said still deal with it to today but right. um like i said i got a i got a second life you know i'm gonna make the best out of it as i can that's amazing i mean it's it's amazing to a what the the human condition is man you know it's such a fragile thing yet it's also such a vibrant strong thing as well and you're a perfect example of that you know you went from and look at you i mean when when did this happen how many years ago this was september 29th 2014 2014 man so in was that six, seven, years? Seven, seven, seven years seven years uh, september yeah yeah dude so in seven years you went from being in a medically induced coma to now running esports team, cr creating content, you know, driving Teslas and <laughs> killing the game. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a, you gotta give yourself a pat on the back, man. Like, and how old are you? Uh, I turned 21 in August. Fuck, man. Like, come <laughs> on. You know what I'm saying? God damn. That's like, that's, can I get some hype in chat right now? Holy. Yes. But that's, it's amazing. You know, that's really, that that says a lot, dude. I'm not, you know, I'm not just, uh, what I said to spank you before, like, I'm not just trying to suck your dick, man. I'm just saying, like, that's, you take it for what it is. Like, that's an awesome achievement. And on top of that, you're, the sky's the limit. I mean, you're, only, you're yeah. not even 
you turn 21 soon, right? Or 22 soon. Like, come on, man. You've got, you got years. Years and years yep. and years and years and years. Dude, that's crazy. Um, well, and I, so I wanted to bring this up. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like you and I share in this. And I think a lot of streamers will share in this, this sentiment. Um, the mental toughness it takes to be a content creator. Um, I want you to open the floor with that a little bit because dude, it is, it's definitely something that's not talked about a lot in YouTube or Twitch or anywhere. It's like this dirty secret. And I was listening to a podcast the other day where they're kind of jumping into it, but they're kind of skirting around and I think they missed something. So I'd like to like open the floor a bit. Uh, well, on that. it's just, see, unless you have, like the millions of followers and you got the, the money all that money from all the years of being at millions of subscribers you know you you have the editors that will sit in your streams for 12 hours and take videos and make it into an edit for youtube you know you don't have that and you're just starting up or you've been doing it for about a year it's hard man people think it's it's easy people are like oh i can do that do it then let me know how it is right it's 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 Working a job, a hard job with no pay. That's what it is, really. Yeah. You know, it's 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 tough, man. Like I say, I, I've been streaming for about a year and a half now. I sit at four or five viewers, you know. Right. But do I... Sometimes, yeah, I want to give up and shit, but, you know, I enjoy doing it. And that's what keeps me motivated to go. I don't care if I... Like, people are like, why are you panicking about losing your Twitch channel? I'm like, you only get three people. Like... Those three people are my family, bro. That's yeah. my my blood and tears, my pride and joy. Right there, they keep me going. You know, they'll sit here and talk to me. I got someone to talk to. You know, sometimes I don't through the day. I don't have people to talk to. You know, and people will give you some of the time of day to sit there. And you know, I, I'm I'm grateful for having three viewers instead of thirty thousand viewers. Yeah. You know, because I want to talk to them. I want to have a connection with them. Like I tell everybody, you come to my chat, I will become your brother. A thousand percent. I care yeah, about everyone that walks in. The personable connection you can make with even like a 15 or smaller people chat. You can talk to people about how their day is. You can see like, hey, how's it going? How was school today? How was like class? How was your day job? How was the drive home? How was like lunch today? What would you guys do for dinner? Would like this, that and the other. And then if you're in a chat with 30,000 people and shit's flying by it, exactly messages a second you're gonna catch maybe one highlighted message or a clip or something like that but you're not gonna see everybody trying to talk to you all the time yeah Yeah. i mean that's what i that's what i noticed with like like i love i love summit okay that's like i said my favorite streamer i I sit there and watch him all the time but he averages 60k thousand people seventy thousand people the only way he reads a message is if someone donates you know Like the way I look at it is I'd rather have, if I could have, you know, they they do that, like take the blue pill, take the red pill, have 70,000 on Instagram, have 70,000 on Twitch. I take the Instagram because I won't have to worry about not reading that person in chat. Like having the small amount of people in chat, I completely love exactly for that reason. Not having to worry about taking my eyes off my gameplay and trying to find one message that's flying by doing 50 up the fucking chat. Right. I can stay here. And just chat. I can do a just chatting stream and a gaming stream all in one. Yeah. 
that's what I like about it. You know, I can be a, I can be a teacher. I can be a brother. I can be a safe haven. I can be I can do it you all. You can have a sweaty ass Tarkov lobby, but at the same time, be talking a kid through his math homework. Like what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there's there's times in I remember back in trials, I had a guy come in and chat and talk about you know committing suicide. Yeah. I deafened. I continued to play, and I sat there for two hours talking to this kid and. Made sure I gave him my phone number, you know, which I know kind of risky, but hey, I gave him my phone number, gave him all my socials, gave him my Discord. I stayed in touch with him and I made sure that, you know, nothing happened to that kid. And I still, every time he comes in, I make sure he's okay. You know, some guys come in and that's the thing with having a small viewer chat. People don't feel too, they feel more open, I feel, because I have guys that come in and be like, yo, my aunt's like dying of cancer or something, you know? Yeah. You see, you don't, we won't see that in a big chat because they'll get clowned, you know? Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I, people I, be like, oh, this guy's trolling for pity clips. Yeah, and exactly. Shit right, like exactly. that. It's like, yeah. dude, shut the fuck up. If yeah. it, what odds yeah. on if it's real, you, now you're just making yourself look like an asshole. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I'm grateful for having a small stream and I won't complain about it. And I, if it's just, like I said, you're building connections with people, you know? Right. Make, make people feel safe i know a lot of people a lot of people use twitch for the escape reality man that's what i build my channel around i don't care about the viewers i don't care i tell people not to sub you don't do not sub if i could take away my sub button i would right i don't care about that shit i'm care about the people that walk in my chat and care about the people that leave my chat yeah you know if someone comes in something that you know bothering them talk to me i don't care if i'm playing warzone i'm in a freaking one before clutch cares yeah. talk to me i will talk you talk to you make sure everything is okay and you know just try and lift your soul just a little bit i won't be able to heal you completely but i'll make sure i'll be that shoulder to, that you can cry on to that you don't have in reality you know yeah no i completely agree man i've um and zion knows this and my community knows this but i've been in therapy for about six months now um it's not for anything crazy uh I was dealing with depression from stuff like in the Marine Corps and just trying to figure shit out, right? And um, my therapist told me something that really helped change my streaming. And it's a, it's a good tool for a lot of people because I think when you start streaming, most people think, hey, I'm gonna do this for my job and I'm gonna get these many viewers and I'm gonna get this much money and I'm gonna, you know, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it, right? And odds on, they don't get that first hundred dollar payout for six months, right? If they're lucky, if they even hit affiliate, right? Because I built affiliate with knowing nobody. I just jumped in and took me like a long time. But guess what I'm getting at is there's this thing, there's this law. There's like this unspoken law. It's called the law of good enough. And what this means is what my ther. This is shout out to my therapist on this one. This motherfucker was right. Okay, good enough means. Like, when you make a piece of content, when you do a stream, or when you add something to your stream, or you make a YouTube video, or whatever, you put your heart and soul into it, you try, and then at some point you just say, this is good enough, I'm happy with this, be okay with it, and post it to your stream, enjoy it, and be in that moment, like, this is good enough, I like this. It doesn't necessarily deter you from saying, like, I can be better, that's not the point. The point is the 
acknowledge that you're doing good right now and you're enjoying it right now. Most streamers, when they start out, are so focused on being Summit in the future, or I'm gonna be the next Dr. Disrespect or the next Ninja. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my logo and it's gonna lock in and yeah. then you're gonna change your logo six weeks from now and go, fuck, I wish I hadn't have done that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so here's the problem is like a lot of streamers don't understand that content creation is not about eventually being a ninja. You actually want to be a leveled AF or Mr. Clutch or a Zion. You don't want to, you have, but you have to find that, what that's going to be for you, how it's going to look, how it's going to feel. But you don't build that overnight. It takes time. It takes mistakes. Like it takes practice. It's, it's, taking a hard look in the mirror and saying, hey, I liked doing that, that was fun, what can I do to improve? The problem that happens to a lot of streamers is that they get in this rut, especially start, like, starting out, if they're brand new. I got my webcam, I've got my game, I got OBS, I got my alerts, let's go, I'm gonna be big, let's do this. The problem is they don't look at their own content in a constructive uh, way. They look at it as destructive. Oh, I got 10 viewers, I should've got 15. Oh, I got 10 likes. I should have got 20. It's always a, I should have. I need this. I, I I can't do this if I don't get that. And I got stuck in that rut for a while, too, because I was like, I want this for a job, but I'm not getting fucking viewers. What am I doing wrong? Right. It's the mindset is wrong. That was what's wrong. Not anything else. Just the mindset. Like, like you said, you like doing it for the sake of you like doing it. Mm -hmm. That's that's I wish if anybody's listening to this podcast today, take that to heart. Seriously, like that is what you should be taking from this is streaming. You should be something you enjoy. Everything else comes secondary. Everything. Yeah. 100% everything else comes secondary. Like, and for me, like my focus has always been chat. Like I moved away from, I, I knew I'm not, I'm not the greatest at video games. I'm okay. I'm decent. It's fun to watch. I'm not going to be a complete bot, but at the same time, I'm not going to be getting dubs every game. You know what I'm saying? You're like better than you think but yeah, yeah. but still you know it's but my focus has always been my community and chat i learned that that's what i like doing i like it i have more friends online than i do in real life like straight up like my discord community my friend like Z look zion's my fucking podcast host now and i met him randomly in destiny 2 and we're like best friends you know what i'm saying like yeah where else is that possible like if we just take twitch as a whole where the fuck else what's, is that possible what's crazy is the like the growth of socials, the growth of like Discord, like you guys grew up playing on like you and Ace, not me and Clutch, because we're a little younger, haha. -ha. But uh, uh -huh. the growth, the growth from Teamspeak, mm -hmm. Skype to Discord, and now like yeah. the availability of, I can go scroll through my Discord DMs, ping like five people, and odds on I can get a full lobby for COD or Apex or. I can jump in a server and ping, hey, anybody want to play? And more often than not, you'll find one, two, three, five people that are all like, oh, yeah, I'll play. Like, right. in Yit's community server, we have Among Us nights every Saturday. I didn't stream it last night, but I just wanted to have a vibe. And we played and we just have a good time. But it's at the point where we ping for it and we don't even have to ping for it because we've already got people that are like, OK, we're going to be here at 630 Pacific on Saturday night. And we're just going to play Among Us or Scriblet or Pummel Party or whatever for right. this many hours. We have too many people trying to play now. So we're like, okay, well, I'll play this week and then I'll give you my spot next week. Or if you RSVP first, like everybody jump in and then people will sit and spectate or sit in everybody's different chats because we have like four different people streaming it. 
it's awesome to see like the just the availability of talking to people and hey if you want to jump in and play a game jump in and play a game like you you trying to learn apex now finally now that you have the two pc setup trying. and can actually stream it trying yeah but you trying and learning we jumped in and i had my best game in arguably over a year just playing with you and namus and right. Namus is a diamond ranked player. I'm an ex diamond ranked player. You haven't played ranked because you haven't had the opportunity yet. Right. But all the high Halo time, your comms, your positioning, your game sense, you don't know Apex as well as you know Halo, but you know the comms. And as long as we're pinging and we're directional about how we're staying in contact, just dropping in with anybody at any time and being able to play and have a good time, not just competitively is just fucking fantastic dude. or not I love it. focusing on the growth and being able to enjoy the fact that you can jump in at any time because you've built this community and it happens organically you look back like if i look back at my numbers if i look at my numbers today from six months ago i'm like oh that's not true that's not me there's no way that i'm hitting those you know what i'm saying but six months ago i would have gave a shit and six now i don't care i don't give me look at i don't care about my numbers i don't give a shit i'm and just having fun with doing it like life life happens people go to class people go to school people go to work people won't have odds on hours like some people i'm west coast you're east coast so i get home on those late night shifts when i'm we're pouring till five or six o'clock at night and i don't even get home till eight that's 11 your time yeah so before you weren't streaming that late but now you've been streaming a little bit later so i can maybe catch you on the tail end mm -hmm. of the streams so it's kind of it's just life happens and we just got to adjust to it but it's it's fucking cool dude i love it it's yeah but i think you agree man like streaming oh, is this uniquely cool ass thing that's and if it's hard to get into but once you once you get that groove going it's that's amazing it's just amazing like just it takes do. my uh it takes, if i get bored in a game like i mean shit i'm i've been doing fishing for fucking eight hours yeah i know, you know? <laughs> dude, I tell people about yesterday oh my god i was dying <laughs> If I had that, if I if I was doing that without the live button on, I w wouldn't be able to. But right. even if no one comes to my chat, just having that live button going, it's just, I don't know. It, it, it fuels me for some reason, you know? Yeah, man. There's a part of, like, you've embraced the streaming aspect of things. And you've, you've got other things going on in life, too, that's your main focus. So streaming is kind of like that. You've turned it into, instead of being a job, you turn into this like rest and relaxation, like like a pit stop. Like I'm gonna, I, when I go to Clutch's stream, I know I'm going to Clutch's stream to kick it, and I'm gonna see some cool shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we're gonna we're gonna interact. Like yesterday, I walked in and his dude's getting punched in the face in GTA 5 RP server by a, <laughs> by a fisherman, and instead they're like, oh, oh, and just like make all these noises, dude. I was like, what is that? <laughs> I was dying laughing. I was like. This is the kind of content that's that I can you can tell that you're having a good time. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, that's what. So that's what people. Okay, that's why I said when I first started RP streaming was, um, you know, from playing Destiny to Call of Duty. When I streamed, I didn't have fun. I was always in a mood. I was always talking some shit about something. But like, lag, desync, people hit shots oh, yeah. around corners they shouldn't yep. have like all kinds of shit yep and i'm like dude i haven't had this fun while streaming right. or actually felt positive while streaming when until i started playing gta like literally do what i'm doing i'm literally when i'm playing gta rp i am fucking my chairs lean back 
My feet are up on the wall. I'm fucking vibing. Look at this motherfucker with his water, dude. Jesus. <laughs> we got to drown a fish over there? What are you doing, dude? Yeah, no, Liger's like, I don't have enough water. Motherfucker, yes, I do. <laughs> he took the water out of his sink and put God. it into a goddamn bottle, you have, bro. You have permission to screenshot that and make the fucking caption for the Oh, that's a clip podcast. for sure, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I continue clutch. Sorry about that. Um, uh, oh yeah, Bobby. But yeah, I mean, I'm just like, I'm just vibing, you know. Like, right. that's what I like about what I was doing, like what I'm doing on GTA. You know, it's one. There, even though I'm be sitting there fishing, there are so much content happening. I, I started watching RP streams, started watching Summit. The amount of content, the amount of people don't realize how much talent it takes to make a character. No, when don't. I'm playing RP, I'm not Mr. Clutch. I'm fucking Ricky Jones. I'm who I am. I'm that's dude, what I, see name? That, I see that smile, yeah. For Ricky, Ricky Jones? Yeah. Okay, Ricky. Yeah. I saw, <laughs> um, fucking who was it? Uh, Wildcat just recently started a series. And it's Kai, but it's Kyle and the L is silent. Fungi, like the fungus. No. Is his name. And he's no. like, he so... A long time ago, there was this clip of him oh, getting so mad in a COD lobby on Modern Warfare that he was like, he put on this accent. It was like, yeah, you can die in a hole, Chad. I'm from Norwegia. And he's like, wait, Norwegia? It's Norway, not Norwegia. I just made up a country. Holy shit. So now his RP character is someone from Norwegia. <laughs> and it's it's just linking back to an old video from a content they made before. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it, dude, it is it is something to get into because like I said, like when you have to fill out the application, so there's multiple servers. There's servers that are just free to join, but you're gonna have people flying around killing you for no reason. Right. You for the server like I'm in or the one that someone's in, you have to fill out a full-blown application. You got to build up of like a 300-word story about who you are, what's your character, what happened, what do you do, how do you get here, you know, all that. Right. But, I mean, just the, I mean, like yesterday, I got, so I got arrested yesterday because I robbed the jewelry store. Then it go well, my yeah. ass got tased, right? Yeah, they got you, bro. And, I mean, the cops... It's full blown. Like you're actually getting pulled over. They'll, you know, they have to take you to the hospital. Make hands sure out of the, yeah, hands in the air. Yep. <laughs> take you to the the, the freaking the jail. They got to do your fingerprint, take your mugshot, and then process you, and then you know give you your what well, you. I got charged with uh, robbery, possession of weapon, and um, running and shit. So I got Dude. 34 months in prison. So I think my my. Uh, <laughs> It's crazy. It's literally real life. So when your character it, comes back, do you are you gonna be in prison? No. So I did my 34 months last night, and that was the best. If you haven't seen that, you might want to go back and watch will. some of that because you. I'm literally running around, and just they let you out of the cell. You're in the you know the area, and you're with a couple cops, some other people that are in jail, and it is it's just content, man. You're just sitting there bullshitting. I mean, it's literally. I can't leave my house and go bullshit with people, so fuck it. I'm gonna do it in role play, you know. Right. And it is a blast. I've met some great people. I started out the city, you know. I was like, what the hell am I gonna do? What is Ricky gonna do? Is he gonna be a criminal? Is he gonna be a, what is he gonna do? Right. I started off. They have everything in it. I started driving a fucking Amazon truck, delivering boxes, making two hundred dollars. Right. What? Yeah. You can yeah. Do you that? can. They, they can oh. micromanage that much shit. Yeah. Yeah. My oh favorite my one I've seen was. Again, talking about getting pulled over and like them going through the entire thing. 
to put your hands up default it's like f2 is i think uh -huh. the button that makes you put your hands up this guy was playing on a 60 percent keyboard and didn't have his f keys so they're like flex your f2 muscle he's like yep. i don't have that oh no <laughs> so so they're like all right fuck it we're putting you down and just yeah. shot him in the back of the head <laughs> So that's like the whole that's the whole talk. So like so normally for like keybinds, okay. So a cop asks you for your ID, they're like think of ID. So you have to type T slash ID and mm -hmm. stuff. You know they can't break characters. Like oh, just press fucking E on your keyboard. You know, right? You got your muscles, you got your thoughts, and then like you got your eyes. So like, did you see something in your eyes uh, or something? You know, and I started about a week ago, not knowing what I was gonna doing. I met a couple guys, you know, I let them know who Ricky is. They came, they liked Ricky. And then here I am, met about 30 different people at the Pier Fishing, met some guys that do some illegal activity. And now, you know, I'm doing some illegal stuff with them. I'm in the rotation. They got me on the radio comms with them and their operations and stuff. And I'm having a blast doing it. I, I haven't done a 12 hour stream in a year. Damn. I did one last night. It's off the cuff. Yeah. Just it, chilling, just chilling, fishing, taking it, yep. doing it, dude. It was crazy, man. I was laughing my ass off because it, it looks, it looks like fun. Because, like, for example, um, shout out to Zombified Spartan. We're playing. This is gonna sound real weird. We're playing something called Dungeons and Destiny. It's where they they took they took basically the Destiny universe and they turned it into a Dungeons and Dragons game with like okay. all the same characters. So. Like, it's kind of similar to what you're doing, but just, like, instead of the video game aspect, it's just like Dungeons & Dragons, but you're playing, yeah. like, as a Destiny character. And it's hilarious, because I haven't touched Destiny in, like, eight months. And here I am playing, having more fun playing a Dungeons & Dragons Destiny version than I ever did in Destiny 2. Like, it's so stupid how that worked out, but it's way more fun, man. Um, okay, I have a question. I have a question. Are you going to be the next Kingpin in your server, you think? Is there like a crime organization there, family? There, so there's there's multiple gangs. So you got the okay. yellow gang, the the Vagos. You got the Royals, which are uh, orange. And you got some. There's certain gangs. So my first day in a city, I wore fucking yellow and got jumped and shoved into a trunk and got and got stabbed. So don't wear colors. But uh, yeah, there's there's gangs. There's drug dealers. There's I mean the. It, I don't even know how to explain it. It's literally real life in a game. Like yeah. GTA was released what almost seven, eight years eight ago. Eight years ago now. And eight look where years. it is now. Let's actually. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna just. I just want to see how many viewers it has. It's got. It's got one million viewers right now. It's the number one game on fucking Directive Twitch, and it's daytime. Dude, that is insane. Is that? That's insane, dude. Just Holy by crap. someone creating the, the server, and no wonder they don't want to make a new one, dude. Like, why would yeah. they? You know, and the community no, they don't came need up. To. No. They don't need There's to. so much you can do. I mean, dude, you can. Like yesterday, uh, I met some guy. You know, I, he's been around the city for a while. So he's, you know, he liked the way I was. I wasn't, you know, sus, sus at all. And he's like, "Yo, you know what, Ricky? Want you to work for me?" I was like, "All right." So we went back to his, his crib. I started planting. He's got. He's growing some, you know, weed in his building. So uh, did you just rat him out on this podcast? <laughs> just rat this man out on this podcast. <laughs> Right. Yeah, started started planning for him, bro. Made two K, and then yeah, I bought actually that car I was trying to get yesterday. I literally just bought before the podcast. So did you finally get it, dude? I know you were working yeah. on that yesterday. Yep. So. Did you go into the raffle or just buy it or did you steal it? I I just bought it. I okay. actually bought it for a hundred hundred thousand. So with those illegal monies you got from stealing jewelry, 
I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, okay. You so you're gonna route your homeboy, but you're not gonna route yourself out. I see how it is. Okay. Yeah. I see. Don't know what you mean. Yeah, he's going right under the bus. Throws <laughs> that's right under the bus. <laughs> Dude, it sounds like a blast, man. Oh man, I never laughed so hard. But literally, the hardest laugh I ever had was just sitting there with twenty boys fishing. Dude. Bullshit. I think you were fishing for like eight hours. Yeah. I can't. I can't lie. I think you were fishing for like eight hours. It. It was hilarious though, because. If you watched his stream, I, I recommend I posted the link earlier in chat, but go to Mr. Clutch's uh, Bush channel, dude. Check out his latest VOD, and it's his... Uh, what's the server called, by the way? Uh, uh, subversion Roleplay. Okay, so, so SVRP. Got SVRP, and it's a GTA 5 mod, right? It's... I don't think it's a mod. I think it's a fully built server based off GTA, so... Okay. Gotcha. Um, it's kind of like I said people are like oh it's just regular GTA no like yeah regular GTA's got mods and stuff but you don't actually have real people to interact with like you're actually using you know game chat to talk to these guys you can even make phone calls send texts send emails post on Twitter Jesus. post on yellow pages no are, are you gonna make a Twitter for your character yeah yeah no. I got a Twitter going no yep. dude yeah it's it's, so it's insane you know yeah. and just like so like when i started i was showed up to the dock they go like what do i do here you know and then like now like even tonight i'll, I'll launch up and i'll pull up to the pier and they'll be like hey ricky and you know pull up and we'll just start fishing and make some money and then maybe do another heist or something who knows we got it's just so fun dude that's awesome it. man that's awesome that those things those those are the moments on twitch that are amazing those are the moments that like as a content creator that you really enjoy it's nice when it lines up like I hate, I'm a variety streamer and I chose very specifically to be a variety streamer because I never wanted to be like build a giant community on Destiny or, or a giant community on World of Warcraft or just select a game. And then what if that game dies? Or what if, you know, you just want to, you stop, you're done. You don't want to play it anymore. Like, that's why I left Destiny. You know, it's like, just do your thing. You know, you'd rather, I'd rather I, I just decided early on, I was like, I'm just going to play the games I want to play and just focus on having a fun community. It doesn't matter what game we play. We're always going to have fun. You know what I mean? Like that was my mindset going into streaming. And uh, I'm glad I did. Cause I would not want to be stuck in a, in a game that I don't like anymore. Dude, you know, that's what I did. You know, yeah, I was I was averaging great numbers on Destiny. Mm -hmm. You know, I was at, I was one of the known players around Destiny. I had a lot of people in chat. I enjoyed it. The the chat part, I didn't enjoy the game. Mm. You know, so like That's everybody says, I I I basically nuked my Twitch channel. I quit Destiny for good. I and I'm just playing whatever I whatever makes me happy. I don't yeah. want to play a certain game. I'm playing what makes me happy. Even if I'm getting one to three viewers, I don't care. I'm happy doing it. I'm not I'm not unhappy in front of 40, 50 people. Right. Right. Now. So Yeah, dude. I one of the best tips I ever got was just to hide my numbers. I don't even look at them. Oh yeah. I yep. straight up I straight up don't like I don't know how many people are on in chat studio, like right now. You don't, I have no on idea. On studio, you don't see the numbers unless you forcefully open that chat bar and look. Yeah. No, uh, so I have my I have my Mac over here kind of like running up like a bunch of people's like channels so I can just kind of show some support. But I hide my own. Like, I have no idea what the numbers are right now. Like, I have no idea who's in chat, but I see that chat's popping off and people are having a blast. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's what I care about. I want people to have fun when they come into the channel, no matter what yeah, it we is. Got one uh, of my, we got one of my players in chat. Hell yeah, yeah, I see that. Shout yeah, out to Zach and, uh, What's WTF, right? Is that him? Yep. yep. He's, uh, he's a young star, man. 15-year-old kid that I took Ooh. and made a fucking star. 
There you go. Zach, uh, good luck to you, man. Yeah, we got Death by Funk Case, who's a good Apex buddy of Lilo and Aces. Oh, and, he's amazing. Uh, Death, you got an update for how Lilo's doing? She's partaking in a ladies-only tournament hosted oh, yeah. by Girl right now. It's huge. There's like a shitload of the bigger streamers. Lulu Lovely, Girl, Ava, Top 200 Female Pred. Like, there's... Jesus. The list in there is nasty. If I was in there, I'd be in a corner with a shotgun, hiding, like just staring at a door, <laughs> like straight up, like fuck, I'm not moving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd be such a rat in that game for sure. Um, so we've talked a little bit about off world, talked a little bit about Twitch streaming. What is next for Mr. Clutch? Like, where do you find yourself in a couple of years, man? Do you? Okay, well, let me, let me let me back up. Let's let's before we get to that. What's the next game you're looking forward to? What's the next big game that you really like? Ooh, this is gonna be. Um, it. I think for right now, I'm gonna ride out the GTRP for a while, mm -hmm. for a good while. I want to get known. I want to be. That's one thing I want to do. I want to be known in that city. I want everybody to know who Ricky is. But, um. One, I have to uh, look forward for the new COD. You know, I got to keep myself focused on that as well to lead the COD team, you know. Um, and But really, the one game I'm really looking forward to is the new Battlefield, man. Ooh, um, okay. You know, and, and, and Halo, but... You, you had this... Yeah, I was like, you better play Halo with me, dude. You yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play... I can't wait for Halo, but Battlefield 100% because one, I don't know if any of you guys ever played Battlefield... But Battlefield 4 was, in my opinion, the best FPS shooter ever created. There is no doubt about it. Maps amazing. Guns are all amazing. Everything balanced. Nothing wrong with that game. Best game. And I could play that. That was the one FPS shooter I can play for hours and have a and blast. They, yep. Same They've here. said that BF6 is going to be a likeness of yes. BF4. That's why I'm excited because, one, I didn't really like to, you know, I'm just sick of the World War II. Yeah, it's, you know, it was a big event in history, but it's just in the gaming scene. It just it really doesn't work out as well, man. You know, and Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5, I really didn't enjoy it. That's kind of when I started drifting apart. And when I heard the announcement of Battlefield 6 and then started the, the leaks and the news a little bit that it's going to be like Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4, Ooh. it's... Uh, my excitement is off the roof for it I, but the thing is i have extremely high expectations for it so if they're gonna say it's like battlefield 4 i better get a battlefield that is like battlefield 4 or i will not be on it yeah same here dude i think uh did you ever play battlefield bad company 2 yes a that, great game oh, second best battlefield amazing that one that's the that was my introduction to the battlefield universe i was like oh battlefield sounds cool i got yeah. that i just remember the i used to snipe a lot in that game i just remember the sniper you had to actually like like yeah bullet drop. like yeah, bullet drop i was like holy shit. that's one of battlefield's like main claims to fame is my, the um, really yeah my one friend played years of Battlefield 4 and holy shit, dude, the montages of this guy just sniping. It was just like, okay, you go on Destiny. If you made a single snipe montage, you're getting your ass roasted. Right. Yep. You would make montages of him sniping people out of fucking jets doing 140 clicks and shit or whatever they call it. They got sniping guys out of helicopter. And sniping in Battlefield's one of the hardest teams to snipe in. Oh, yeah. 100%. Without a doubt. There's the bullet drop. You have to angle it. You have to know which way to lead it. It's not just straight aim at someone, you know? So I I love seeing sniping videos in Battlefield 4. I'll go back and watch Battlefield 3, 4, Bad Company videos of sniping. It's oh, yeah. insane. Oh, it's crazy, dude. It was such a fun game. And I, I'm 
I think Battlefield 6, I'm reading over here, is supposed to be November 2021, but I haven't seen any marketing materials for any of it. Yeah, um, so I I'm don't know when releases, don't know name of it yet. I just, I'm hearing, I guess the only leaks that are really public, that's going to be just like Battlefield 4, and it's going to have extremely massive, amazing maps like Battlefield 4. So I that's know. the two things that have me excited right now but I like used to i said love playing conquest in battlefield yep. 4 is amazing yep. those giant big team battles are where it's at because you have to have the the build diversity of each character on top of that you had these giant expansive maps so you had to use vehicles but vehicles didn't feel like overpowered because there was always counterplays to them you know what i'm saying like you could you and your squad could take out a vehicle easily yeah. or you can just get easily <clears throat> as wrecked if they're positioned well so it's like i'm gonna the I'm amount of turn in two seconds, my dog's freaking out. I'm gonna go see what's okay. going on. All right, no worries, no worries. The uh, the amount of weapon choices is that there's no game like it. There's okay. so many. There's like what, 15 ARs, 15 subs, 15 marksmen, 15 LMGs, 15 snipers, mm -hmm. pistols. I mean, there's just so much into it. But again, I'm just I'm gonna keep saying it. My expectations are extremely high. I'm gonna be really anal about when that game releases because. Um, like I said, if not, I'm just going to go back and play Battlefield 4. Yeah, you go back to play or just go back to playing, you know, GTA and keep RP yeah. in. Dude, I would like to see your character. Like if I was going to make a character like that, right? If I was going to make a Ricky version 2. Mm -hmm. I would, um, I think I would want to do a cop, but a dirty cop. That seems like so much fun. Like you're I was a cop, thinking about that. You know, there are some cops that, you know, there are like, I think two or three dirty cops in the city that I know about right now that will uh, come down. You know, that's what, so that's what I'm trying to do is get into that scene where it's like, yo, cops come down here. Like, yo, Ricky, come and hop in, you know, I'm like, all right, he pulls me up to his house, he gives me something to go deal, you know, so he can get it off his hands. Cause I know a lot of these cops. So like yesterday when I got, they took me in and processed me at the jail and everything, they took off the jewelry that I stole. Uh -huh. Some of them, some of the dirty cops will keep that. Cause they get profit off it so they'll try and find some you know some of us to go and sell that stuff too so what i'm trying to get like, that scene for sure what if okay here's an idea for you what if that's your gig what if you go get jewelry you get caught on purpose by those cops processed and then you get a cut i get mm. You know what? I, yeah, I'm probably I'm, I'm gonna just, probably talk about that then. I'm just saying that's a really smart partnership because they look good because they're bringing people in, they're hitting their and numbers, I, they're yeah. selling it, and you get a price. You get a, you're doing the time, but you get a you get a cut. Yeah. Plus, I'm working for the PD, so that's huge. Dude, I tell you right now that uh, I really didn't know how in depth it was until the fucking EMS was actually. Uh, I can't believe so regular GTA if someone died of. The AI EMS would pull up and throw them in, right? Mm -hmm. They take you. You have to check into the front of the hospital. They take you back. Doctors come and treat you, throw ice on you, do surgery, whatever. It is. I don't think I've ever seen so much talent in one game or one thing until GTRP because you don't even know what the real person sounds like. You don't know if that person is actually talking with their real voice or they're making. They just have their accent that they they stick to. You know, there's people that just stay in character for hours and it is an absolute blast. It's it is crazy. I I give all the credit. It's insane. Yeah, man. It's I I just it's like they've taken they've taken D D, but they've applied it to GTA. And yeah. 
you know, it is use it in like a, it's like a modern world D&D, but live action, which yeah. is basically what it is. I mean, it's crazy that they've built these tools. And I love it, dude, because the game's been out forever. And I know, I remember how much of a buggy mess back when it first jumped. Like um, yep. GTA Online was just a, a mess, but it was making them billions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Billions. So, oh, yeah. I'm glad that it's continuing and I'm glad that it's still like crushing. You know what I mean? It's awesome. Well, so that's what I'm thinking is that like, so, okay, everybody's saying that every next FPS shooter that comes out has to have a BR. That's how, that's really what we were talking about last night and with the boys was that GTA 6 comes out. It has to have a role play. They have to have role play implied to GTA 6 because if not, you're just running story and then doing the same shit of playing GTA Online with maybe what, one or two friends. Yep. Role play, yeah. you're in a server with 160 people. Yeah. That you could only even you won't even meet until a couple months. You know? Right. It it's like I said, it's literally a day-to-day real life in a video game. There's cops doing nine to five jobs, EMS doing nine to five jobs, there's chefs doing nine to five jobs. Then you got the, the criminals that are doing their their job too. And they're sitting okay. Are it. you telling me wait, hold on. Let's just open up a new new thing for me. Are you telling me somebody's in that game being a chef for eight hours yeah. a day? So, so, so uh, there's a there's a taco shop, which is a spot where you, uh, you know, if someone if you have illegal goods, they'll throw that they'll make this, the order of tacos and throw that illegal good in the bag so that you can go deliver it, and they make good. a good profit. No way. Yeah, there's taxi drivers, there's no. Amazon drivers, garbage truck drivers, there's people that work at the airport that do uh, skydiving tours. No way. Yeah. Dude, it is crazy. I had no clue because I've seen uh, I, in chat somebody was mentioning too. Is it like a five M server? I've heard of five M. We actually have a guy in our five M. What I play on? Yeah, that's the launcher that has all the servers on it. Okay, I got you. So the, he plays on one that's like cops versus robbers. Basically, I guess that's how it's all started. Like that's what I was familiar with. It's like you either choose to be a bandit or you choose to be a cop. Like everybody, like I guess there's servers just like that. That's pretty much how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's That's, a lot. You got servers that are like that, cop and robbers. You got servers that are, you know, straight up full blown just cluster fucks of killing people. Yeah. And then you got the real, the real servers that are actually like strict role play. You basically live your life. You you live a life. You're, right. you're like I said. You can't be. You cannot be Mr. Clutch. You have to be Ricky. You right. can't be anyone else. Right. So. Oh, and awesome. it, it's just it's just crazy. I mean, really. I am honestly mind blows me. I, I want to meet the creator. So that's another thing. Like I love meeting people through games. I met some amazing friends. I met you guys. I met a lot of great friends from destiny going in GTRP meet, meeting people is amazing. Hmm. It's literally a blast. You know, like I'll wake up. Someone's going to like call my phone number. We'll sit and bullshit on the phone for like 20 minutes. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Meet me at the pier. We'll go fish a little bit, you know? Um, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, like someone said in chat, whitelisted. You have to fill out fill out a full blown application, oh, okay. um, and make sure you, get, you have to get whitelisted. And they're really strict on it because they don't want to keep it from like turning one of the servers where everybody flies around killing people. You know? Right, right, right. That makes sense. And here's the thing: like, so back in the day when I was I'm older than both of you, so um, I used to play World of Warcraft, and they had World of Warcraft role playing servers. That was some of the most fun I've ever had in any yeah. video game ever. And it sounds like this is the new home for something like that. I mean, they still have World of Warcraft RP servers, but with the inclusion of um, cross-realm gameplay, like 
you'd be like you might be an RP server that all of a sudden gets stuck with somebody who's in a PvP server and it kind of breaks immersion. So it's kind of cool that these are like self like contained still. It's not like you're you're merging a million servers. Like this is the server, it does RP. That's what we do. If you come here, this is what you gotta do. Here's the application. Like it's a smart way of doing it. Yeah. For sure. Yep. And I mean it's a full blown application. Like you have to fill out uh, yeah, there's it's basically like you're writing for someone else's life, really. <laughs> you know? And I, I love it, man. I love role playing in the bedroom. I love role playing in GTA. That's so cool, dude. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, speaking of, so are, are you, do you think this is going to be the next game you play for like, you said you play, you're going to basically focus gonna be on this? It's going to be a couple months. Okay. It, yeah, I, I just started. It's been, a, I've been, a, I flew into the city for a week. So yeah, it's going to be a couple months. We're just getting started. Just me and everybody. Yeah. So it's going to be a while. I think it's going to be, um, it's going to be a couple months. Okay. You know, so do I get I'm to see you as then. a kingpin soon? Like, I want to see you. I can see Ooh, you. This is how I envision you. I see you like in a building big chair like two bodyguards behind you but like what'd you give me today bring it yeah i, I do want to i do want to try and build an empire around ricky that's for sure i definitely want to try and have i'm honestly want to try and make a crew um like the the i don't know the jones crew or something you know let everybody know like oh okay he's works for ricky or something you know and but i gotta get to the point where i get enough money for that so that's what i'm gonna be grinding for for the next couple of weeks and stuff and right. then we'll see where everything goes with with for ricky and shit you just and get a, like tony montana like you're gonna have like a fleet of cars you know guards posted at the fences you yeah. know yeah all the cops are paid off that's that's your in right there the idea i gave you that's your in because if you get in with the cops and you got you got a racket with the cops that are dirty you know what I'm saying? Like they give yeah, you but kickbacks. The, it's double. It's a double-sided coin because at the same time, what happens if they all flip on you because somebody pays them more? You, kill them, you kill them off. You get enough money. You hire yeah, some that's guys. Yeah, the thing with RP. You got there's so many people that like. So like, for us or for me and the guys that I've been working with that are the guy that we that leads us, mm -hmm. we're so we're loyal to him. So like, if someone turns on him, we all pull out our guns and turn on that guy instantly. Oh. You know so. Um, yeah, so it, if you make an environment where you you will bring them good, you, it's like uh, it's like um, oh god, what's the guy from Colombia? Fuck, what's, why am I blanking on it? Uh, Pablo Escobar. Yep. You'd be like, you know, plomo or plata. You know what I'm saying? It's like you want the iron, you want the silver, baby. Like, yeah. you know, I'll pay you, but you turn on me, you're dead. Your family's dead. Everybody you know is dead. I'm killing your dog. I'm burning and, your car. Like, yep. And you can't talk about it at all. Like some of the stuff I've done, I can't speak about it. I mean, in game, I can't. You know, but right. um, got to keep everything on a down low. You know, I make so those cool. phone calls secret. You got. I mean, uh, I actually. So I'm actually doing really good because I'm honestly, they. I got a radio now, so I'm on a, a whole <clears throat> uh, frequency channel with all these. This whole crew. You That's know, so cool. like a little. The gang, but not a gang. So we're the, we're the gang that does the stuff the right way. We're not the gang that's like, oh, we're gonna kill you if you do that. You know? Is there a stockbroker? Is there like stockbrokers in the game? There's yeah, there's stockbrokers. There's uh, there's even people that deal fucking cards that for blackjack on casino night. It's okay. yeah. There's everything. It's literally insane. Like Thursday night, me and the me and the boys went up to the casino. We were betting playing blackjack for like two hours drinking some freaking whiskey man it was it's crazy dude okay how do you get into this because now i'm interested 
Like, oh, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know after the server. I'll get you the links and everything, or okay. after the stream. Yeah, I'll yeah, let you, you know don't have to tell me on stream. Yeah, yeah, no, don't worry about um, that. You would like that, and I think since you know you're from the you're you know from the military, I think you would love Squad. Squad would be a great game for you too. It's another um, milsim game, love. Yeah. Oh, okay. What is it? So, have you played it? I've it's, played it. Yes. Uh, it's it's like, similar to Tarkov, but different enough that it's not like the loot and instill like you farm, you build a character, you build a vault, you gear the guy up, and then at one run you might just lose all the shit that he has on him, and then right. you have to rekit. There's yeah, it's like Battlefield too. It's like you have you have your sergeants, you got your snipers, your medics, you got all okay. that. You know, everything's on radio com. You know, like okay, we're gonna go flank east to you know Alpha or some shit and get around. We'll have a whole like squadron of just men moving in, some medics, some heavy gunners, all that shit. And, okay, you know, it's it's like take Battlefield and make it role play. Oh, that might be fun. That yeah. probably be more my speed because like I love doing that. Like. Tarkov for me, I like Tarkov, and if if uh, I actually got gifted Tarkov and I own it, oh, the problem is, problem for me at Tarkov is the I don't like the loot system, and that's a that's a game breaker for me because I just don't yeah. I don't I mean it's not like it's fine I get it, it's just uh, I'm more of a, I like I like Halo like you just jump in you it's all skill you get to play that's the thing Tarkov you know? takes a lot of time Tarkov was my main game for a long time I don't know if you guys remember me streaming the shit out of that mm -hmm. game but that I played that game for about two three years and you know that I love that game with a passion you know but I've I've get to the point where I play I've was playing so much that I have nothing really to do except for just go and kill people you know right and one thing about that game that no other game has is getting a kill in that game is so satisfying winning your fights, getting the kill, getting a one tap or something with a sniper, and then going up to him and seeing all the gear he has, you know, you're just making money. That was a great game. I love Tarkov for the passion. I will still always go back to that game after each like update and wipe and stuff, but uh, it takes a lot of time, man. A lot yeah. of time. A lot yeah. of keybinds too. You gotta learn a lot of shit. Yeah, man. And that's, yeah, that's one thing that caught me. And I, I like I like that we were able to play kind of like a, um, like strategically, like tactically. Is great i love that aspect because you have to at the same time it's like the the loot aspect was so cumbersome where in the marine corps you set your pack up like in real life right you set your pack up you know what you got and that's your pack and you don't have to fucking worry about it. it's in your back and if you need something you grab it and that's it and you just you're your squats like hey you need this here i'll toss it to you no big in that game they just made it so cumbersome like you have pick up a can that can does this and then you have this bandage for this certain wound i was like Shut the fuck very up. very very in depth yeah yeah you have to like make sure hey, you got any food on you, you got some fucking chips and then yeah you know you got that one dickhead it's it's everybody's like hey we got like five people walking in on us everybody shut up and you got this guy fucking eating a bag of doritos crunching yeah. you know like yeah it's like what's happening right now yeah. you know so it's kind of that it was kind of a turn off but i think squad would be cool too is like if you have your loadouts is it similar and is it going to be very similar in the um the loadout like like not really no you're just okay. going to spawn into a server and pick what your role is like you'd be a, a heavy gunner okay uh, ar anti-tank whatever got it and then you get the gun that they have it's everybody's got the same gun unless you're you know you're ar guys got the same exact ar you know lmg's right. got the same lmg's okay um, I might yeah, try that then, dude. I might try that. Or I might try, I might try this GTA stuff. I think I still own a copy on, on Steam. I just haven't played it. Rockstar. Rockstar yeah. or whatever. Whatever it's at. I, probably, I know I own one. Um, Alright, Zan, you want to do the, do the thing, man? 
Uh, over under. Yeah, I'm interested. So I'm interested with uh, your clutch on this one. I'm interested. Every every couple guests we bring on, and I've done. I kind of robbed this idea from the Courage and Nade Shot Show. They have like an. They called it stock up, stock down on like current topics and whether or not the stock on that thing is going up or the stock on that thing is going down. I kind of simplified it a little bit. I just have it overrated, underrated. So if I say like, give me a fast food joint, one overrated one, one underrated one. We've had like Chick-fil-A's overrated, Chipotle's underrated, like this, that back and forth. Uh, Movies, games, like we can hit a bunch of different ones. It's whatever you want to do. Okay, Uh, pick the genre. Yeah, so we go. let's do let's start off with fast food joint, like I was saying. Uh, fast food joints. Okay. Um, are we talking like we're not talking drive through? We're talking like adding in even like Anything. Buffalo Wild Wings and shit. Okay, yeah, Buffalo. And you can do you can think like what's on DoorDash, what's on Uber Eats, any of them. Yep. Go. Okay, yep, here yep. I got a couple right now. I'll throw this out there, chat. You guys can roast me for it, but right. screw you guys. Prepare the Buffalo roast. Wild Wings. Buffalo Wings overrated as fuck. Wingstop underrated. Sorry to say. True. Suck it. Yeah, no, it's truth. Um, it's truth. Chick-fil-A, super overrated. Sorry. Oof. Way too overrated. Not worth the wait in a line. Oof. We're actually getting one in Oregon soon. Oregon is getting what's what's fucked up is uh we haven't had California's like the home of In and Out. Yeah. They're branching into Oregon. Oh no. And I, then I, Yeah, I can't wait for that. Let me tell you right In-N-Out, now. In and out's coming up here, and then they got Chick-fil-A, which we have some across the state, but they're in like Medford, Corvallis, and a couple other different spots. I've only ever had Chick-fil-A once, and it was on a work trip, and I had to go off Lev's recommendation. Okay. And even then, it was... Uh, In-N-Out Burger, overrated. Okay. And uh, uh, Fat Burger, underrated. Don't fight me. on. Don't five guys. guys. Five guys five underrated guys. as fuck. I just add five guys for lunch today. So we yeah, literally... Five, five guys is so underrated, the man. Goat. I, people are like, oh, get Shake Shack. Nah, man. Uh, five Guys is super underrated. Like, I, I'm so I like I don't mind Chick Fil A. Way too overhyped though. Yeah. You know, there's like, if I got a Popeyes near me with a crispy chicken sandwich, a little bit of black and ranch on it, we chilling. Yeah. A hundred percent. Church's chicken underrated. Dude, you know, here's another underrated chicken joint. You know what's really good? Hardee's or over out west is called Carl's Jr. They yeah, make Carl's Jr. And Hardee's, yeah. so that dude, I'm telling you, that chicken is on point. Like, yeah. um, I was gonna say I live in Virginia, and uh, the first Five Guys was in this town called Charlottesville, which is uh, west of where I live, and I went to the very first Five Guys when it first opened, like ever, and. The line was at the fucking door. I was like, oh, this should be good. I bought, dude, I bit into that thing. I was like, I was like, this is it. This is the last burger I want yeah. ever. Like yeah. every burger must now be like this burger. Like, okay. So I'm going to move it on and keep it moving. Okay. Okay. So we did, we did fast food joints. We did everything from wings to burgers to chicken to yeah, fuck yeah. it. Next up, let's do, uh, let's do overrated, underrated films. Ooh. Oh, shit. Ooh. Okay. Um ooh, Okay. All right. I got to think about this one. I want to f- I don't want to make chat really hate me too much. Do you want me to do you want me to like nitpick a little more and have uh, genre specific or do you want it to be like Um uh, we're we're doing an overrated under underrated thing, yeah, right? Yeah. All right. Give me throw me out a couple movies. Okay. I would say so, how about Doctor Strange? Underrated. Uh, I agree. Okay. Under way too underrated. He's they yeah, you need to watch that to actually. I say watch that before watching Avengers or anything. Right. Well, they're actually they're also uh, 
in the next Spider-Man, it's called like Far From Home. Uh, well, let's Strange, talk about that. <laughs> Strange is his new mentor now that uh, Iron Man's gone. Really? Yeah, okay. they've already confirmed that Doctor Strange is going to be like his new mentor. <clears throat> okay, King uh, Kong vs. Godzilla. Con Here we go. Wait, super overrated. Yeah, over. Well, okay, it is good. Film. I think it's exactly Wait, okay. Overrated. That's the first time in this overrated, underrated. I think it's right in the middle. It's exactly what it should have been—a fucking monster yeah, fighting movie. Yeah, I say is. I say it was more of a clickbaity yeah, movie. Exactly. A a the advertisements for it were made it seem like it's been more badass. But if you know those types of movies, you would just been like, yeah. "It's a it's a monster fighting movie." Like, um, dude, there's nothing better than watching monsters fighting, massive fucking explosions. Exactly. I mean, come on, it just is I what mean, it is. Like, it, I mean, anybody watched that, that movie, movie expecting a story, they're along wrong. that like along yeah. that same line, you could go like. Uh, like the older non-canon Dragon Ball, being a big fan of Dragon Ball, uh, like the older non-canon Dragon Ball movies were all okay. The Broly canon movie is fucking fantastic. Very good. Oh, oh, here's a quick tip. I know this is gonna break. Break. Okay, remember in the Broly movie when uh Vegeta and uh, spoilers, Vegeta and Goku do this fusion thing, right? They mess it up twice. Yeah. Okay, I saw an online thing. This is going to be hilarious for anybody who's into DBZ. So, you know how Frieza was fighting Broly the entire time? For an hour. For an hour, getting his because, ass kicked because yeah, they because fucked up the fusion twice. Yeah, they had to wait a half hour before he could try fusion again. They fucked it up twice, which means Frieza was never shown, but got his ass whooped for an hour straight by Broly before he could get help, man. Sorry to break it to you, boys. Vegeta's overrated. Yeah, I agree. Vegeta's overrated. Vegeta's no overrated. Krillin, underrated person, goat of that show. The My favorite DBZ character, no one will ever guess it. Yamcha. Super underrated. Yamcha. Super underrated. Nope. Uh, Piccolo? Nope. Krillin? Nope. Android 17? No. Motherfucker doing a one-handed Kamehameha right there. Yeah, Gohan's a bitch. You know Gohan's a bitch. Bardock. Bardock. Okay. Bardock? Bardock is my guy. Hella underrated. When he forms into that gorilla, let's go. Come on. He's, no, no, no. A, Krillin is the underrated goat of that show. We all know it. Nope. We all know it. He's Who has sacrificed himself more to save the Earth? Except for Krillin. Yeah, but I mean, he's a bitch. I mean, he is a bitch, but he's still underrated. <laughs> Done, right? I think the new show I saw a new episode and Krillin gets punched by Goku again and like gets fucking sent flying halfway across the world. I was like, who wants to go take a punch just for your homie, bro? That's your homie. He's like, hey, punch me, bro. Let's do it one time. Let's see what, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Um, okay, overrated, underrated video games. Oh, video games? Okay. Um, Valorant, overrated. Yep. Way too overrated. Agree. Fortnite, um, Fortnite, overrated. Oof. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fortnite's a little overrated. Uh, Ballheim. Ballheim's overrated. Sorry, that shit's boring nope. as fuck. Underrated. Super fun. Nope. I'm gonna. Yeah, Lev. Lev. If I want to play, if I want to play something like that, though, I'm just gonna go play Rust. I mean, you can. No, for sure. But I think Valheim was this. It was overrated on Twitch, but underrated as a game by itself. Like I played that game. Okay, first, I, agree I, with that. I found it randomly on Steam because I was looking for a game, actually, for my buddy of mine who wanted to play like a. Kind of like a Minecraft, but some fun, like, kind of, we didn't want to do Rust because of the and guns. Then, so we're like, oh, like I found this. The entirety of Osiris started playing yeah. it. Yeah, so I started playing. 
Dude, I started playing, I was like, the graphics are weird. I told my buddy, I just started playing, I was like, like the graphics are weird, but like, you should check it out. It's a fun game, Man. and I got addicted. The nostalgia factor of it, mm -hmm. the building factor of it, is what hooked you, I think. <clears throat> and then, just overall, the gameplay itself was okay. I spent, I don't want to know how many hours of that just Chopping going around. My nickname was Lumberjack Andy for the duration of us <laughs> playing that game. I would just log and go break trees down. I had wood, I had wood cutting at like seventy-eight. You want to talk about RPing, dude? This guy, he, he would, I, he would get on on hours that I wouldn't know, but I would get on the next day, and he would be literally filling up we the had, coffers we with had, wood. We like, had, so we, we made our own individual housing, but I made my house the lumber shack for me. <laughs> And then, like, one side of it was completely just nothing but chests, and all of the chests would be full of wood this every wood. day. I'd get on in the morning, and I'd be like, what the f- Did this man just get on and not push the story content at all? Just 100% just wood. This, that was his life. This so you guys only know about the ones where we'd be in calls about me dropping a tree on myself. Right. <laughs> at, like, when we got into Endgame, there was times where I would just be like, okay, I've got, like, six trees leaning on one. I'm just going to walk up to it and say, fuck it, chop it down and just get buried by shit and live with like one HP because you'd have that end game armor. It would just eat the damage. Yeah, yeah. But that was I I do, think, uh, overrated I do on Twitch, but underrated as a game. Yeah, itself. I agree. Yeah. Underrated, um, I would say. Star Wars <sighs> Battlefront 2, a thousand percent. What'd Sorry to say it. Star Wars Battlefront 2, super underrated like game. Underrated. That Most was just that was underrated the game to ever be out right now. The original Battlefront 2. No, no. no not Star Wars Battlefront 2. The new one. The new one. The new Battlefront 2. Really? I think has it plays gotten, well. It got the hate that Battlefield or uh, Battlefront 1 needed because Battlefront hero, 2 The is hero not, balancing was pretty bad towards the end, but overall the game is still as one of the smoothest spot. running games, most beautiful scenery games on PC. And then oh, reflecting yeah. back to the movies and TV and shows... It's optimized so well. So yeah. I went from oh, yeah. playing I went from playing it at like 60 FPS on my old PC to I built this one which has 3090 and some other specs, not gonna flex, but uh it's, I'm on board with you. It can run fucking 144 no drops and I can crank it up to 240 easy, but my yep. monitor can't handle it, so I don't want to burn it out. <laughs> but uh reflecting back to the movies and TV shows, I just wanna say Mandalorian is not overhyped enough. That show needs to be overhyped a lot more. That was a a plus there show. Was I'm excited. Every for single it. thing they that whole every actor deserves a Grammy. Uh, on even Clone Wars, super not overrated yet. It needs to. Well, it was low key hype. Parts of Clone Wars are okay at best. This is coming from a Star Wars fan. Like literally, I have an entire shelf dedicated to Star Wars right there. Mm. But uh. Clone Wars was good. They did good tie-ins connecting to the throwbacks of the old school movies, the prequels. Mm -hmm. They did tie-ins referencing to Rebels. They did tie-ins referencing into their like X-Wing show they did on Disney XD yeah. for a while. They right. did okay. But then season seven and Dave Filoni just made a masterpiece. They yeah. came oh. together and in 12, 12 or 13 episodes. Mm. It's just, been what? Was like, when was so season seven released? When was the last time? When was season uh, how six? Long was was it? like 2012. Yeah, okay, so yeah, all right. So I was I was going into high school when that show <clears throat> ended, yeah, and I would binge watch all of those <clears throat> over and over and over, right? Like, I have 
if you give me a minute, I have the first Clone Wars movie, and then I have the animated 2003 Clone Wars Part 1, Clone Wars Part 2 that they just put back on Disney Plus recently. And that's what I tried to explain to my freaking mom was like, she's like, what do you watch? And I'm like, you don't understand. I, wa- I was 12 years old when this ended. This was my childhood show. Yeah. I'm 20 years old. They're coming out with the final season. Fuck, I am watching it. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. You know what's an underrated <clears throat> show that I wish more people would watch? It's called Primal. It's a, you know, uh, Getty Tarkovsky, the guy who made Samurai Jack? Yes. Okay. He made a show on HBO Max called Primal. There is zero words. It is about a caveman and a dinosaur teaming up and going on adventures. There is no words. They're just yelling. It is one of the most beautifully animated and best storytelling with zero dialogue. It's fucking insane. Like you like feel things when you watch the show. Yeah. And you're like Dude, there's no, there's no words. I'm it's gonna crazy. throw, uh, I'm gonna throw two movies out. Okay, that are super, su- I mean, super underrated. Okay, one being The Incredibles. Yeah. Two being Inception. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. If you say Inception is underrated, you have to. You, know, you either can't sit for a long movie or you can't follow. You yeah. follow that movie and you sit there. Inception is a masterpiece of a film. And again, Incredibles, one of the most insane animations. And it was just all around a great movie. Yeah. Uh, 100%. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it was a good movie, man. Another great movie. Um, well, let me go back to TV shows real quick. Underrated was, at the time, Game of Thrones seasons one through <laughs> seven. It became very overrated and shitty for the last season. They, I have never seen a community fall apart so quickly after a never single watched episode. It, never will. You don't want to anymore. Like, yeah, you don't. St- I mean, here's the thing: that game, that I've Game of Thrones the first season. I've read all the books, but I just, I'm not gonna keep watching. Dude, no, no, okay, don't do it. Just don't do yourself a favor. Listen here: they built up this entire franchise for ten fucking years, and these two dipshits came in at the very end. And made the last season so bad that literally during a pandemic where everyone's stuck at home, people still didn't rewatch it. (laughs) It's that bad. Sorry to say it. Harry Potter overrated. Way overrated. Can't stand Harry Potter. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, Will I ever read the book? Shots fired. Don't like that. But uh, Friendship over, but no worries. uh, uh, Okay. So um, there's a movie. I don't know if you guys ever seen it. Okay. I definitely... I'm going to say this is the most underrated movie ever created that you guys should go watch no matter how much hate you have for Tom Cruise. Okay. The Last Samurai is the most underrated oh, yeah. movie in the fucking world. Amazing. I don't care. And The Last of the Mohicans, most oh. underrated two movies in the world right there. Daniel Day-Lewis is the GOAT. I have Last of the Mohicans on DVD in the other room, yep. not Blu-ray. And then I don't have Last Samurai, but every time it's on FX, I'm watching it. My, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you my my favorite movies right now. Okay, none of them. I'll say this right now. None of them are from, are are all. They're all old. Okay, so let's go. We're gonna go. Um, Last Samurai. Yep. Last Mohicans. Yep. Um, the Postman. Ooh, Dancing with Wolves. Dancing with Wolves. Good. The original. The the uh, Kevin Costner Robin Hood. Yep, it's a great one. Um, and what's the other one? Shit. Patriot. 
Patriot with Mel Gibson's good. I like. I, I love that movie. That's I mean, cool. and then and then I guess I'm just gonna say my number one movie. I don't care. Saving Private Ryan, thousand percent. I was gonna say, from somebody who's in the Marine Corps and military, they nailed that movie. But a better movie than that was the one with. Um, okay, one of my number one movie of all time is Fight Club. Period. Fight Club's like, good. Fight Club is just great. What was that movie they call? It was like um, they're in a tank. Yeah. What's that one called? Oh, uh, Fury. Oh, fuck no! It's got Shia no, no. LaBeouf. Shia and... LaBeouf. Yeah, Fury. Yeah, Fury. Fury. With Fury. Uh, Brad Pitt. Dude, Fury, Fury yeah. was like, if you wanted to capture what fucking war was like, they nailed it. Like, they nailed it. Nailed <clears throat> it. Like, they killed. Active Valor. That's dude. Oh Ooh. man, that yeah, movie's yeah. that movie's a great movie. That's a good one too. Active Valor is amazing. That's a good um, one. If you like, if you like freaking Fury a lot, I'm telling you, you should go play the Battlefield One campaign. Oh, I've played it. Oh yeah, it's literally that story of Fury in the game. Yeah, it's beautiful. No, uh, another, they, they nailed it in the game too. Oh yeah, another good one. Although it was more like the story of the guy himself, the one where the guy doesn't take a gun into battle. Oh, uh, Hawksaw uh, Ridge. Yeah, Hot yeah. Ridge. Yeah, that was a good one. That was, that was, a, good good, one. That was a good movie. There was that one was shit though. Um, I think Platoon is still probably one of the best ones ever though. Platoon, Jarheads. Uh, f- a lot of people don't even know what Full Metal Jacket is, man. If That's you've so never crazy. seen Full Metal Jacket, you need to go fucking watch oh it. You can't God. watch any war movie without seeing Private Pile and. Bro, and you know on. what? That the uh, was it Ernie Bunker or whatever his name was. He was a drill instructor. Like so, when you like my drill instructors used to talk to me like that when I was in the Marine Corps. They would scream yeah. at me much louder, but they would fuck you <clears> up too. Like that's just how it was in the Marine Corps. They nailed it. That was an actual barracks like that he used in Full Metal Jacket. That's what I was at. But all of it. Yeah, I the thought, whole thing. I thought of it. Uh, my second favorite movie is um, Young Guns. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh another underrated movie that a lot of people didn't watch tombstone good I'll, yeah i agree sounds good i'll be your huckleberry oh my god killing it Doc my, is, like i said i love old movies man I, I love them i yeah. like i could there there's nothing better i've i've done it probably a million times is watching dancing with wolves at eight o'clock in the morning with a cup of coffee and a blanket on that movie is Phenomenal. Is that that's the one with Kevin Costner, right? Yeah, Kevin yep. Costner. Kevin yeah, Costner kills it. That one. Yeah, yep. that's crazy. Um, and then the old the the Robin Hood with him too. Great yeah. movie. Kevin Costner's underrated goat. He also did Field of Dreams, right? I think that's what he did. Yep, Field yep. of Dreams. Field of Dreams he's, too. Uh, he's actually got a TV show out right now, which Yellowstone. is Yellowstone. Yes. I heard. Oh, dude, yeah. I haven't started it, but I heard it was Watch. like amazing. I've watched every season. We have yep. all of them on DVD so far. Yeah, <laughs> great show. If Fucking I could fantastic. recommend a show for anybody who's looking for something new on Hulu right now, I believe, is Black Sails. That, I was thinking about that. Holy shit. Like, I thought it was going to be dumb. No, like it's a, it is a legitly good show. Like yeah. everybody should go watch that. Like it's like Game of Thrones, but with pirates, but better yeah. than Game of Thrones. Like more fun, more action, more like, more plot hole, more more twists, more things that you're like, holy shit! Like it's even it's, um, even Troy. Troy is one of my favorite. Troy movies too. is okay. I have a funny before. That's Brad Pitt's best movie right there. Yeah. Oh no no no! Brad Pitt's best movie is Fight Club, but well, I mean we could fight on that. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll agree with that. Okay. We'll put that at number one. Well, that was definitely the, the the beginning scene where he just starts running at him and just the just yep. done. Okay. So on Troy, this is all right. I used to live in Florida, and so when you live in Florida, you you know how you guys do like class field trips and stuff. Yeah. 
Floridians go to fucking guess where they go? Disney World. Everybody goes to Disney mm. Disney World. I mean, this is where it is. So any class field trip or like end of year class trip, we'd always go to Disney World. Well, one year we went to this place called Islands of Adventure, which is right next to Disney World, Universal Studios, with like lots of rides. And I was done with them. So like, okay, we can go watch a movie. So instead, at the time, I snuck into I was like 14. I was tall. So I stuck in, I just snuck into um Troy and watched all of that. While everybody else was out there just riding rides and shit. And it was, I'll never forget it because I walked out of that movie theater like, holy shit. Like, this is the, this is awesome. Yeah. Back Troy then, the great movie. so good. So good, dude. That and Gladiator. Gladiator was. Gladiator was good. The yeah. first 300 was good. Mm-hmm. 300 was, uh, it, I, it was badass. Oh, I will yeah. say that. Artistically um, and action scenes wise, who's the guy that played um, that played freaking the lead Spider in three hundred? Yeah, Gerard Butler. Butler. Yeah, one movie he's in the uh, what is it? Darkest, the Dark Tower, or something. No, 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 no that's uh, the Dark Towers. Dark Towers, Idris Elba. In, yeah, what's that? What's that movie he's in? That I don't think you guys seen it, but he might have. He's like a detective. Uh, he's fighting. Like, he's like a cop with drug dealing and shit. Ooh, I didn't Fuck. see that one. There is one he did that's amazing, where he his like family gets killed or something, and then he basically makes like this. Oh, uh, law, amb- law ambition citizen or law, law abiding citizen. citizen. That was a fucking yeah, that movie good was, movie. That movie was fucked up. Mm-hmm. That was a messed up movie, but that was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what was well, it? Hey, boys. Huh? Den of Thieves. Yes. He's a not so dirty, but dirty cop. They play right. rough. Yeah. And one of his underrated movies to me is Gods of Egypt. That's a fantastic movie, too. I didn't like it. It was one. pretty good. I thought it was weird, man. It was too weird for me. It was weird, but it was good. It, yeah. was, it was one of those weird, good movies. That's it, for sure. It was definitely different. I'll give, I'll give it I'll give it a plus for being different and out there, especially because a lot of movies now are just so cookie cutter. It's cool that they try something weird, you know? Yeah. Like, and I mean, just to finish all the movies off, Top Gun's number one. Come on now. Top Gun's the shit, dude. I mean, is what it hey, is. You got to watch it. Every time it's on, it's on. You, you have know, to. You just got to hear that Danger Zone. Yeah. Oh, you got to hear Danger Zone. Kenny Loggins. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kenny Loggins out there. Killing it. Killing yeah. the game. Guys, we've uh, we've done two hours. It just flew by like that. Mm-hmm. Instantaneous. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a time machine in here, dude. Every time we do this why podcast. I hate, dude, this is why I don't ever answer phone calls and uh, like on my real life because I can sit there in this fucking bullshit for two hours and be like, damn it, I missed like two hours of my life, you know? Yeah, that's how it goes, man. So I hope you look back on this podcast. I'm going to post this on Spotify. It's oh, everywhere. Yeah. So I'll post on YouTube, Spotify. <clears throat> I think we're on like eight different streaming platforms for this podcast. So hell yeah. Like I'm hoping in five years you can come back and be like, hey, I told you I'd do this. Yo, I'm thinking in five years you're going to have, you know, you're going to have leveled AF as like a content creator for you, making you <laughs> millions. You're going to have your factory making you millions. You're going to buy me a Tesla, you know, and uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to look back five years from now and be like, man, we made it all. Look at us. Made it all happen. Yeah. You know, I definitely, uh, I definitely do have uh, maybe a future. Uh, I will kind of release it. Don't want to, you know, put any stuff out, but uh, I'm planning 2023, um, you know, the off-world uh our lift lift off the off-world podcast might release that's a big plan for the future for connection with our grinders yeah. uh everything that goes on behind the scenes um you know who knows i mean shit we got a lot of stuff going on i gotta 
to deal with the the hyperx stuff going on. Might even get some of that stuff on. You know, it's gonna be uh, yeah, off-road team house off-road might be in the play house. too. Uh huh. That is, you said you'd be the next phase in five years. I think you're gonna be you'd be the next phase in less than five years. If you guys crush I it, so. if you guys crush your goals, man, you start winning these tournaments. Those that like name said, is gonna be out there. Zach and Luke. Two young, two of the I think I, I think they're the two youngest guys on a team, but uh, they're assigned to a year contract and they're killing it, man. Those guys, I mean, they're fucking like I said, they're 15 right now, killing it. Who knows where they'll be and when they're 20 and if they're on off world, you know. True. Well, you guys keep crushing it, dude, dude. I, and clutch, man. Tell people where they can find you, where they can look at you up. I'm gonna post it on socials as well, but uh, just tell people who are listening at home. Uh basically anywhere man i'm you know you got me at twitch mainly best way to connect me i'd say is twitch just come you know chill out and we're literally just vibing literally if you just want to relax and wind down just come hang out and then you got me on instagram at mr clutch and twitter at mr clutch awesome awesome and for off world man where people can find stuff for off world uh instagram would be team.offworld and twitter would be team offworld and then youtube would be offworld gg and then website will be coming out soon hell yeah dude i'm looking forward to that man zion where can they find you brother uh ttv zion yeet and the uh yield twitch channel at zion yeet that's about it or the twitter not twitch but pretty much it uh i'm usually lurking around everybody's chats usually helping out on people's discords recently i've been like i said earlier i've been tinkering with that making that my claim to fame at the moment being everybody's grease on all the getting all the cog wheels going dude, getting it set dude it looks it looks spicy looking good man um i'm level day f guys you can find me on twitch instagram tiktok just any social media just look up level day f you can just google level day f it'll pull up everything um you can also go to card or level co and you can see card all that two or three r's i can't remember I it's two weird. r's yeah i can't remember but regardless just look up level day f in google you will find me and you guys can also listen to this podcast if you're listening at home, you could watch it on our YouTube channel. If it's if you're listening, if you're watching this and you want to go to the gym and listen to it, you can check it out on Spotify, iTunes, and all that good stuff, man. And uh, big shout out to Clutch for being on today, dude. Clutch, thank you, man. Thanks for coming to chill, dude. I've been a big fan for a long time. I'm glad that I have a platform that we can have you come on and just like talk and kick it, bro. Yeah, I had a great time. Yeah, I do I appreciate it for being here, man. By the way, I'll be sending you a less than average shirt, so we'll talk off screen. I'll get it all squared away man i can't pay you money but i can at least give you some merch well i'm gonna I have you to, i want you to know i'm not gonna wear it. i'm gonna frame it and put it on the wall that's fine that's what down. lilo and ace did is they <clears throat> they they've got mine his they've got uh his and hers like jukable they've got yeah. a couple other different what do you got in your hands on i'm gonna set up my third monitor oh so. god damn it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have Discord on this side, main monitors game, and then this side's gonna be like OBS, music, whatever we need right. on this far nice. side. I, I, uh, I overnighted some six foot HDMI cables, so that's fun. Well, guys, there if you go. guys are here and here, go over to Zion Eats and uh, go bother him about his new PC setup. And Clutch, we will make sure I post this everywhere. If you guys are listening, please go to uh, Clutch's uh, main page, twitch.tv forward slash Mr. Clutch with a K, K L U T C h mr clutch uh guys thank you so much it's been the level this has been the less than average podcast i'm level DF. this is zion eat and our guest today is mr clutch you guys have an excellent day and we'll see you next time peace